Uh, I'm actually, this is my road to recovery, everybody. I actually, uh, I just broke off an engagement. Yeah. Yeah. Where are my Latinas at? That's right. Let me, let me, let me. Crazy bitches. The crazy bitches. I can't. I can't handle. There she is. Look at right there. There's my ex. No, I'm just kidding. Everyone kill her. No, I'm just <laughs> I can't handle it anymore, man. I, I, I'm hanging up the hoops. I'm not fucking with Latinas anymore, man. They fuck with your head too much. Check this out. I caught her cheating and I blinked and woke up on my grandma's couch. Like, how the fuck did I get kicked out? I don't understand this. So crazy, dude. I can't handle it anymore. You know what they say, the bigger the hoop, the, uh, the lower the credit score, you know? So I'm only, <laughs> I'm only dating white women from now on. But here's the thing, like, I, now, now, now I'm dating again, which is very weird for me, because I was in this long-term relationship, and I can't, like, I, it's just, I had, a, I had a white chick over, she came to my house, and came into my bed, and then, like, I tried to make a move on her, and she goes, wait a minute, I barely even know you. And I'm like, we've been through this, I'm Ryan, do you have amnesia? I don't understand, what the... And I'm like, if that was true, I could have fucking been anybody. I could have murdered you right now. Like, this is why white women get murdered all the time. They just come to people's houses without. <laughs> she didn't stick around after I brought up murdering her, by the way, but I was just trying to make a point. Maybe I'm not completely done with Latinas though, because at least they'll fuck on the first date, right? Because you got to get them pregnant by the third, am I right? They want to lock it down. <laughs> yeah, my ex was half Salvadorian, half Mexican. Yeah, you hear that? She hated herself. You hear that? That's. <laughs> you hear all the Mexicans get all weirded out about that? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she was two times the crazy, right? That means she, she would have stabbed me in my sleep. That's the Salvi side. And then she would have cleaned up the mess so thoroughly. That's the Mexican side. And there would have been no trace of my body ever even being there. We got into an argument one time. Uh, she wanted to go to the Dia de los Muertos festival. She's very cultured. You know, I'm very Americanized. I dream about bald eagles. I piss excellence and I breathe freedom, right? And uh, I was like, sure, I'd love to go. I love going to those cultural things and whatnot. But uh, she, uh, you guys know how it is. You go straight to the dresser, you pull out one of those T-shirts, and you just like give them one of these, and that's just what you're wearing that day, right? And that day just happened to be my uh, I Love America T-shirt that I got for Fourth of July. And I'm walking out the door, and she goes, wait a minute, what are you doing? And I was like, what? She's like, you can't wear that shirt. And I'm like, why? What's wrong with it? She's like, we're going to this Mexican cultural festival. You're going to wear a T-shirt that says I Love America across the chest? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, dude, Mexicans fucking love America. Last time I checked, they're like dying to be here, bro. So why don't you just... <laughs> you should just chill out. <laughs> they're the most patriotic people in this country, by the way. I lived in East LA for three years. You ever been around there around 4th of July? They celebrate like they fought in that fucking war. <laughs> That's right. She goes, take it off, you're going to offend somebody. You know, and I'm a comic, so I like to escalate things. 
I can see it starting to bother her. I go, you know what, babe? If they don't like you, they should get the fuck out of this country. How about that? This is Trump's America now. Let's just uh, build that damn wall. And uh, she built a wall on her southern border. Uh, we didn't talk for a couple days. I'd be, I'd be at the dinner table and be like, babe, can you pass me some tapatio? She's like, fuck you, bitches, Mexico side. Get your own goddamn salsa. What's up, guys? My name is um, Brennan Lyles, uh, a.k.a. Beef Now, Code 45 Movie Podcast. And um, funny story with how I met Ryan D. Um, Proco uh, sent me an email a long time ago um, asking me to review one of their uh, short films. And uh, the movie was called Tender. And they sent me a screener, and I watched it. And I remember um, being blown away by this fucking guy. This <laughs> There was this dude with a clean-shaven face perpetually sweaty um and he was like charming in the beginning and menacing as fuck at the end of the movie and i was like man this dude's a really good fucking actor man like i'm really like this dude's pretty cool let me look him up and i remember like being blown away at the fact that this motherfucker is an actual comedian and um to be able to see like uh you know of course i started doing deep dives and re researching um everything that he's done because i like that's kind of one thing that happens like i got uh fascinated on the different aspects of like the shit that Ryan could fucking do, you know, um, seeing him act, seeing him do these funny skits with him and Jesus and all the like as his neighbor and all this other funny shit, and um, you know, watching him play drums, skateboard, do all this cool fucking shit, man, and like it just boiled down to like, man, like I really fucking want to hang out with this guy, you know, like, like like Ryan has that thing about him where you see him you see how he acts how he talks how he carries himself and he's like one of those guys that you just want like you want to root for and you want to get behind and you want to fucking hang out with man and like i've had like the pleasure um of actually you know corresponding with him having him on my show vice versa he invited me to his show and like it's nothing but a fucking good time like we're literally like hanging out and like that's like one of the like greatest joys i have is to like um be lucky enough to look back on the times um, where we got to hang out. Um, he's just a genuinely good dude. And like, I remember phone conversations where like uh, he was going through stuff, I was going through stuff. And like, no matter how sad he was, uh, he would get, uh, he would always be upbeat. There'll always be an upbeat swing to it or a joke or some type of rib or, um, you know, we'll throw stuff back at, back and forth at each other, man. And, um, I just can't imagine how good of a friend he's been with people who he's like actually been in person with that he actually was able to like stand face to face with. Cause for him to be, have such an impact on me and me being like hundreds of miles away, I can only imagine um, the impact he had with the French um, that he had um, in closer proximity to him. Um, and I feel like that speaks volumes to the type of person that Ryan was. Um, he was such a fucking good dude, um, and I love him to death, and I'm glad. I remember uh, one of the last, one of the few last conversations I had, like, it was, it was a post he had, and I, like, complimented him on his haircut, and uh, he thought I was fucking with him. <laughs> and, um, you know, he was like, fuck you, dude. And I was like, no, I'm being serious, because, like, like, we always talk shit and joke around, and I was like, man, I must really talk shit a lot, dude. Like, I, I mean it. Like, you look great, bro. And, um, you know, and we said, you know, he said, I love you, and I said, I love you, too. 
And like I was like, man, that's weird for me to say to somebody on uh, Instagram. But I was like, nah, fuck it. It's Ryan. I love him. Fuck it. And like, I, remember, I remember going through that in my head, like thinking that shit. And um, that was like a couple of days before he went. And um, I think the, the best thing I could say about Ryan is um, I'm never going to forget him. Um, and I think that's the point, right? I'm going to miss that dude, man. Let me tell you a funny yeah. story though. Uh there was this dude I called him the hero. Um there was I don't I don't know I don't know what his real fucking name is, but uh he was he was mall security. He dude And I, he got a lot of puss. <laughs> he was the biggest fucking dork I'd ever seen in my life. Paul Blart, I, I think they wrote it on about this dude. I swear to God. Or or uh no, you know who he was like? Observe and report. Oh, okay. Fucking like Seth, Seth Rogen. And, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you can watch that movie as a drama. It's pretty interesting. It's yeah. great. So this dude was exactly that, right? He just took his job way too seriously. He thought he was a cop. And um, he <laughs> every time people, like, he would come into our store and be like, you guys doing all right? <laughs> We're like, yeah, what's going on? He's like, well, there's been a few uh, reports of shoplifting going around around here. So <laughs> just want to make sure you guys are doing okay. <laughs> It's hard to just pick like one story about Ryan to talk about to kind of remember him by just because we had so many good times together. We did so many road gigs playing in the hybrid bromance band doing comedy driving to the worst places in California on weeknights when I had work in the morning and just I don't know our whole friendship was just based around just doing stuff that normal people wouldn't want to go do. And that's just what connected me and Ryan, you know? We wanted to be comedians. We loved playing music. We just loved being out, being with our friends, being able to just call that kid any day and know that I could get my mood picked up and we could talk about anything is something that I'm always going to cherish. Uh, one of my favorite little Ryan stories is we were practicing for a show coming up uh, with our band, and we rented a space to, to practice, and Ryan, our drummer, showed up uh, to the practice with no drumsticks, but he had a grocery bag full of beer, beer cans. And it was just, like, the most Ryan thing ever of, like, dude, did you not think to grab the thing that you needed the most to practice right now, but you definitely did not forget your beer? And I just, like, I always think about that and crack up because it's just the most Ryan shit ever. And I, I don't know, I'd like to think of him right now up in heaven, probably drumming, but he probably forgot his fucking drumsticks and he's walking around with a grocery bag full of beers asking people if he can borrow them. <laughs> but I, uh, I'll miss Ryan. I think about him every day. I cherish all the memories that we have and all the time I got to spend with him. Uh, you know, it's hard to believe that he's gone, but I know that he left a uh, really lasting impact on my life and the life of a lot of people that we know. Rest in power, bro. Hey, uh, my, my name is uh, Jaime Cortez, boo. Well, it's a pleasure. Uh, what brings you to Disney Jail? What happened? Hey, dog, I don't even fucking belong here, dog. Like, I didn't, I didn't do nothing, dog. I don't even know why the fuck I'm here, eh? Fucking sucks, dog. Well, I'm sorry. That's unfair that you're here and you don't even know why. Well, like, well, basically, like, all I was doing, like, 
uh, I was pre-gaming with my primo, you know, and, and my and my Haina uh-huh. and my two kids. We fucking we got a couple forties before we walked in, and then you know security at fucking Disneyland sucks, dog. Like I I walked in there with with all kinds of shit. I had a little bottle of tequila, like fucking in my little but like underneath my 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 pito, you know, and uh, they didn't even find that shit. But wow. uh, you know, but I, I you know I got pretty fucking bellow, and I guess. I guess they didn't like that very much, but, uh, I mean, I just wanted to be a part of the show, you know, I was right there watching the parade and shit, and, like, you know, Goofy, that's my fucking homie, you know, so I just, I just stormed the stage, I wanted to fucking get a little picture, and uh, next thing I know, fucking, I'm here, you know? Damn, so you, 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 you actually, uh, got on, on stage? Well, yeah, uh, I got on, uh, well, como se dice, uh, the, the float. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, man, I think, uh, dreams do come true, guys, uh, in Disney jail. Well, because, so cause, cause, uh, you know, back, back in uh, East Los, I got a, I got a homie named, named Goofy. Oh, so, like, okay. I just thought it'd be funny, you know, like, jump on, like, get a, get a picture with Goofy. Yeah. Send, send it, it to my homie Goofy, oh, okay. you know? Yeah. Because he kind of looks like that guy. Man, so what, so what, uh, how long are you in the, the can for? Well, I don't know, man. They're trying to, they're talking about assault charges and shit, like, but- Hey y'all, uh, welcome to Robert Land, uh, your not safe for work comedy theme park podcast. I have to do the whole thing because it's like in me, you know what I mean? It's just in me to do this because... Because you're an entertainer. I'm an entertainer, man. That's what everyone, uh, that's what they say. But you know what, this this episode isn't about uh, moi, it's about uh, our friend uh, Ryan Demarest, uh, our co-host, uh, our, you know... Uh, f- bandmate uh uh friend you know uh good dude um you know passed away and uh it's very surreal uh but we wanted to do something uh in tribute for for our buddy because uh it just it felt like something we felt like doing the right thing to do for our buddy because he was a great guy um of course uh we've got uh Roscoe Soul Train here. Um, you know, Ross uh, just recently got to know Ryan doing the podcast with, with me and him. And, uh, you know, it's just shocking to us and it's real out of the blue. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad Roscoe could be here with me. Um, and we're also joined by, of course, uh, because we're in his place, uh, the and it's our homie. It's... Uh, you and know, your other bandmate. And other yeah. bandmate. Yeah. Uh, uh, Evan Castman Cassidy. What's up? Um, yeah, so... You were in two bands with Ryan, weren't you? Yeah. Dick Neptune, you know, we, we rocked it together. And then uh, we had uh, shout-outs to the Hybrid Bromance. It was a a, bro th- a bro-themed Misfits cover band with Tony Alfano, Rob Zoriff, and yeah, we, we got to do some shows out of town. It was always a lot of fun. We did like like five Halloweens in a row. We did did shows, you know. How did you meet Ryan? I met him. I think I met him at the show I hosted, uh, Anchor Bar. I think somebody brought him by, kind of randomly, and um, I uh, I, I had this video where I played Jesus rapping. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> And I guess Ryan had seen it, and he he had written this this kind of sketch where it was like Jesus and the devil, 
And so he, he kind of hit me up out of the blue, like, "Hey, would you would you be able to play Jesus in in a sketch?" And I'm like, kinda, yeah, that's kind of cool that he was he made your redhead Jesus. Too, so that's even even better. Ginger Ginger Jesus. Yeah. I had the ginger <laughs> wig, and uh, it's up there. Uh, it's I think it's called Our Lord and Neighbor on on YouTube. Me and Tony Tony. So Tony, who was in the uh, in the, the singer of Hybrid Bromance, which is kind of how the band started. We, we shot that sketch. I didn't know Ryan super well. I, I immediately met his entire family, you know, and I drove there with Tony and he was kind of, we were talking about the misfits and he's like, yeah, dude, I want to do a misfits cover set. And I was like, that would be, that'd be pretty fuck. Yeah. You know, that'd be, that'd be dope. And, um, yeah. I mean, and I think Rob and I, I think we're all the kind of guys, like if you give us a stupid idea, we'll like take it, to to the fullest <laughs> we can you know i'm yeah. like no we're doing a misfits cover man in a coffee shop on halloween you know totally that's our lives dude that's yeah and you know uh that's funny because the first time that i met ryan was seeing their misfits cover band because yeah, did I, you did you guys play with us we played with you guys oh man and obviously i was friends with evan and uh you know that was crazy because i remember in uh instantly uh thinking ryan was a fucking badass drummer uh real fuck just he he was like uh you know he beat the shit out of the, the, them pigskins but he was a talented just naturally uh gifted musician you know like he you know he could he could play real heavy but there's a lot of groove stuff that we were kind of doing and it was just something, you know, his, his grandfather, a lot of his family are musicians. And, uh, you know, you could see that a lot of that was, was just, it was just in him, you know, it was just genetics. Like they fucking, some people are, are, it's just in them to be artists. And, uh, and he was man, uh, to, to the fullest extent. I mean, there was, there was a lot of stuff that he, you know, I'm sure could what I'm sure he wanted to write movies. I'm sure you know like he was a big fan of comics yeah. of 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 fucking metal yeah, of and um but a real fan of comic books, not just like oh I saw the Avengers uh right. I saw it was it Avengers versus Batman, one of those films. It wasn't that shitty. Oh, thanks brother. He was he was a a diehard, you know, comic dude and the, the last couple of years, man, we've been going uh going hard with uh you know, jamming together, doing comedy. Um, it's still as, yeah, it's crazy, man. I, I just remember that first show that I met him. And, uh, yeah, he was a kick-ass drummer. And, you know, he seemed uh, real friendly. But it just kind of happened to where our my band at the time um, had split up. And I was trying to just keep playing. And Tony moved, the, the singer of the Misfits cover band, moved to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, and so we, yeah, we kind of, um, and, or that might've been just before we did. I don't know. Um, but in, in any event, yeah, we kind of merged forces, you know, and, and Ben, Ben and I, you know, Ben Popic, we, we had our own, you had Dick Neptune in the microwave ovens that played that show. And then I, I think I played with Ben in, uh, the rusty dicks. Yeah. Um, we had this whole, uh, dick core scene yeah, this the burgeoning the burgeoning north orange county dick core scene of 20 the uh mid the mid 20 teens it was a sensation uh but i remember though like you know we needed a drummer and ryan um 
was the like it, it was funny because i remember i was thinking all, of all these different people that i talked to forever and then evan's like oh i should just hit up ryan and um immediately like he felt like someone that, and, and it's no no fucking bullshit he felt like someone that i grew up with and yeah. there's there was just so much in common um and such a like instant like oh i the, i like this guy like i really like this guy and um yeah man he had like a belly laugh that like i don't know it's just one of those things where especially if you if you're if you're dying for people to laugh <laughs> what you're saying, like, he he Which was there we all are we, we all, all are, are. inside and, hey and mom a, please look at me yeah he, and so a lot and a lot of us don't laugh we don't laugh at anything or unless it's like the most shocking like a john uh, wayne gacy documentary yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah, but Ryan was. I really liked that about Ryan was that like he had a good time. You know, he he enjoyed life. He he had fun. He wasn't pretentious about having a good time, mm-hmm. and he wasn't above like, oh, I'm I'm a comedian. I, I make people laugh. You know, it's like well, and it was it was it was all genuine too. Yeah, because I would I would listen to him talk about you, especially like the last time we were just hung out, me and him. Um, before you got there one day, I can't remember what day it was, it was probably like two months ago, but, um, no, he fucking meant it. Like he was a big fan of like your work. Like he, he always loved, like he was like, oh man, fucking Robert always cracks me up, dude. Like always fucking funny as fuck. Like he uh, always loved that shit. So it was, it was not like a fucking put on or anything. Like that guy was like a genuine fan of comedy and like your, his friend's art. Yeah. You know? and, yeah, and that's something that like w- I've thought about a lot is because you know you need people uh, you need people that you genuine it's a genuine like it, it's a very unpretentious like this is just we're friends like it really felt like friends first it felt like someone that I was friends with and we just happened to be creative people and we were there to kind of lift each other and be positive forces and he definitely was and that's what I love about it you know a lot of people get to this point where it's like you know they they don't. Sh- there's no shame in being like a fan of something and like all of us are fans of something. That's how we get That's how, That's we're all fans of something. And Ryan showed that like he was a big, you know, big proponent on a lot of stuff. And, and I don't know, man, it's just, it's, I'm so grateful that I did get to know him and uh, you know, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. weird, dude. Yeah. yeah it's so it's really weird. weird. Yeah. I, I'm, it's funny too. Cause he was just like his whole family too. were just so welcoming. And like that, that first time I, that first day, I filmed that sketch with him. Like, I just met his whole family. You know, they they all had food. They, you know, and, and uh, I, uh, yeah, he he was always such a good laugher. Like, you'd always laugh. And and that whole day, I didn't know him super well yet, but we were cracking each other up the whole time. And um, he, a really good actor too. Like, he with delivering lines. We we did a few different like sketches together, and um. I always felt in my head, I always felt in my head delivering lines like, Oh, I'm not doing this genuine or, and he was just so, I mean, he was just being himself, you know? And, uh, I mean, that was really just Ryan all the time. He's just being himself. You know, he, he wasn't, he knew who he was. He wasn't ashamed of who he was. He just was Ryan, you know? And, um, yeah, we had so many, that was one of those times like shooting a sketch. We had like all these outtakes of just us like riffing and, I yeah I I don't know if that footage is anywhere. That'd be really cool to like go back and check that out, you know. But it, it uh yeah we it was just one of the most fun days. Just in, in El Monte, like yeah, hundred degree weather, just like you know, dehydrated, just you know, cracking each other up. 
you know dude that's the best man because i remember you know especially with this podcast with the, the robberland stuff so like uh, the last few months he's really uh been, it's been awesome be you know being able to work with him and and just like evolving the podcast evolving the podcast and he was all about it and all like supportive and you know, wanted to kind of help me, and you know, he's like, "Dude, let's just do it here. I have this it's equipment." Been, honestly, like, it's been great to see your podcast like just turn into what it is today. You know, and and, and now we're going to evolve into something different. You know, whether it's uh, it's whether it's better or not is to be seen. But dude, he really fucking stepped it up, man. Like being able to record out at Doug's and having that setup. You know, it was the it was the right progression. And Ryan fucking really was the guy that led that charge. And, you know, he knew enough to just get it going and to set it up. And, you know, it's like it's it's nice because, like, he came through as a friend when you really needed to make that fucking next step, you know, and make it a video podcast. Yeah. And, you know, like it just it's been uh, we've been getting we've been through a lot like a stuff personally the last couple of years and uh in a way, you know, doing the band and all this stuff, it's just like cathartic. It's like you want to be around people that make you feel good and make you feel like, you know, and that sounds really fucking. Dude, and, and this year was real tough. It was tough, it man. Was, it yeah, was fucking for, hard. For everybody. You and, know, because like, like for me and you, like we got sick early. So we weren't really scared of getting sick. I live alone. So I'm not worried about fucking carrying disease to anybody I live with because it's just fucking me. And like Ryan didn't give a fuck, dude. He doesn't care about COVID. And like he probably got sick a long time ago, too. So it was nice to be able to go somewhere and like just be a normal fucking person. Yeah, great. I mean, it was it was nice. And, and no, but, you know, and, and I don't want to sound like I just it's just it's really hard to process all this stuff. And, you know, he definitely it was like it was a genuine friendship that, that we've had. And um, it's just uh, it's crazy, man. I'm just uh, you know, I think it's great that we're, we're talking about all these things that was 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 great about him because it's uh, man, it's I'm very fortunate. We're all very fortunate that we got to know him. And, and that's a genuine thing. And, you know, I I've spent my whole life in in the arts dude pursuing this stuff and and you're doing it sometimes with no money you're doing it with no you know encouragement from anybody but you know and when you find these people that also want to do it but you also like them it's like amazing it's like oh wow these this guy also loves doing this and it's it's really it's it's uh you know it's it's crazy but there's like uh you know i i do believe in fate man i feel like you find these people and you find each other and you know sometimes it's it's a match made in hell sometimes it's i i feel like you know seeing him happy and and stuff made me genuinely happy and uh it's yeah but uh yeah <laughs> i don't know uh it's heavy man I mean to to make this funny. Uh, uh, so one one time, <laughs> you know. So the, the best part though that we've we've had fun with is like you know Ryan would, would crack up and stuff, but I would usually in the the monologue of the podcast uh, I would uh, dig a dig a hole on purpose with what I was saying because <laughs> this is a, a theme park podcast. But I'd go into a little <laughs> riff about abortion clinics or whatever, <laughs> and uh, and you know, in, the, in one of the last episodes, you know, unfortunately, I don't know if, if it's ever going to see the light of day, but we recorded one and it was fucking hilarious. And it was this is something that he was, uh, I know, you know, he was busting up about, but uh, 
we, we had uh, Daryl Williams on it, and he was talking about his time as Tweedledee and Tweedledum. And apparently people were offended about Tweedledee and Tweedledum because they said it was offensive to mentally challenge people. And uh, you bet I definitely had fun with that. And Ryan was pissing his pants. And like, and then me and Ryan just kept playing. I just kept bringing it up. It's, just, it's the thing that you don't bring up. And we just kept going for it. And, you know, that kind of stuff makes my day. I mean, yeah, Ryan also uh, start. you know, the, there was we, we started having fun with Ryan had a soundboard that he was having fun with and uh, <laughs> yeah it was right, really inappropriate oh my god yeah because of fart fart, fart noise there? yeah there was a lot of fun stuff because <laughs> we just like to go as stupid as possible and uh you know just subject people just absolute ins- <laughs> just insult people's brains and we, there was one where uh, <laughs> we were talking about a hey baby gay gay passo <laughs> oh, yes. hey baby gay passo. <laughs> And that became God. an ongoing thing because oh, I, I yeah, I'd come to the the conclusion that the song <laughs> sounded like "Hey, baby, gape asshole," which is you know, it's a pretty, uh, pretty, um, pretty bleak sort of you know, uh, it's it's, so great. it's a fun place to go. But Ryan thought that was hilarious, and so he cut this whole like cue together. So <laughs> at one point, he would start playing "Hey, baby, gape asshole," <laughs> right. and yeah, it was amazing. Right. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just. It's uh, it's truly, Ugh. yeah, it's truly, uh, you know, a, a great thing that we had this. You know, we we got to we got to 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 know him, and and I'm grateful that anyone that got to listen got to hear Ryan. And uh, you know, I recommend looking up his stand up. You know, he had a podcast, Humcast. He had uh, hit the mics, hit the mics with, with Steve Rogers, his close friend who we had on the pod. You know, uh, a few times, and uh, you know, he, yeah, it's it's going to take a long time to really process but i'm glad that we have this to uh you know we want to remember him and uh and honor our our buddy um and uh you know yeah i'm just i don't know man any any uh any memories uh you have of uh of uh ryan roscoe from from meeting him and and doing the pod that that you uh you want to bring up i mean it's I don't know. It's like you meet some, you meet people. Like I was just saying before we turned on the mics, but you know, you meet people in your life and they just feel like close friends and like old friends. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he, like he did, he just felt like somebody I've known forever, you know, cause I've like, you know, I've grown up in the band scene and like, he's a fucking drummer. So I've always felt like a close relationship with drummers in general. Cause I'm mostly a bass player. So yeah, he just felt like somebody like I've known forever and like, you just know personality types, and I love comedians. Like, I fucking... I've never been a comedian myself. I, I, as a kid, I wanted to be, and, like... But I just love comedians, because um, I feel like, especially if you're in a, if you're a touring musician or if you've toured in bands at some point points in time in your life, like, you guys show, share a lot of the same common experiences. So, yeah, I mean, the only thing that I can... I mean, as far as the podcast goes, it was just... It was cool to just to have them like us do it towards the end, you know, and like doing the hit the mics with them that one day was a fucking fun time. And uh, yeah, just having them just doing the Robert Land podcast with you guys was just a fucking blast. It's been a blast, you know, yeah. I, lo- I love I love it. And I love doing the I loved it because like it's not my podcast, you know, it's like I can be a part of it and I can be a big part of it, but it's not my baby. And I like, I like that. I like being a supportive member. And I felt like Ryan was a supportive member and it was like this cool, 
it's good to have that. It's good to have people like that in your circle. Oh yeah. yeah. And you guys can actually talk and like add things. It, it was weird when I found out that not everyone could do that. Yeah. Myself included. But no, it's nice when you find people that you can riff with and you know, it's, I don't know, man, it's just, it's, uh, it, it's so much, it's, there's a lot to take in there and I, and I'm just glad that, uh, we got to do, got to do it and, uh, you know, well, yeah, grateful. Th- there's all this great material that, you know, he threw out, you know, or not even great material. Like some of it's terrible. Who gives a fuck? It's like <laughs> some of it sucks. Some of it's good. Some of it's okay. But it's like all this material that he had right before he fucking died. Yeah. You know, like that's awesome. Like th- I think about like, you know, 20 years ago and what we had to work with 20 years ago. Like we didn't have any of this shit. We- none of it. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have fucking easy access to like to cameras and lighting and microphones and all that stuff. And now, like, we have all this stuff, and, like, he utilized it all. So there's, like, all this material that, like, people that, like, his loved ones or his friends, you know, everybody, like, they can access this stuff. And, like, you know, this video will be, like, you know, a a bunch of cherry-picked moments from our podcast. And honestly, like, I would like to see if we can, if I can get any other material from you know whoever and just throw it in there you know yeah i remember uh one thing too he was helping me kind of write a, a a joke or like formulate this joke that i had about my uncle who's on methamphetamine and told me this insane story about kid rock dying on dying on fourth of july in a meth lab explosion it was this bit he, that, uh, he believed he that, believed that, that kid he, rock he had this conspiracy right yeah that, oh that, and God. so this sounds like math yeah it is and and you know that um, was back in like the early days of the internet. There was always like Eminem, you know, died or Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah. Little Bow Wow got yeah. Little Bow yeah. got raped by a security force. That was one that I yeah. heard around the schoolyard. But uh, you know, lovely stuff that people spread. But yeah, it was uh, you know, it was yeah. We I was writing this riff and he he had a, a great line. What was it? Uh, there, there would have been like because I'm talking about how ridiculous it was, and uh, you know I. I I work trying to work this riff for forever, and um, you know I uh, you know had some help later with some funny bits, but Ryan had this hilarious uh, uh, line. Uh, what was a twenty one bong rip salute? It was a tag. He said that if Kid Rock had died, there would have been a twenty one bong rip salute, which is so fucking funny. Uh, and something that would happen if Kid Rock died in a meth lab explosion for sure. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, he was he uh, he did um, you know he did that show in El Monte for years at the Dollar. Um, he was a dude, and and you know, like coming up from like a public access do it yourself like punk rock kind of background. Evan, the same thing. Ryan was one of those guys that just did things, and you you admire like there's some people that just want to kind of like. I don't know. I it's I feel like you got to really take shit on your own. You know, you got to fucking do it yourself and. Uh, and and not give a fuck, man. This is who you are. This is what you do. You've wanted to do this before anyone else, and that's the thing is, all of us want to do this, and we find we want to create. And I don't know. I'm I'm gonna sound like a fucking pretentious turd, but it's just it's just what it is. That's what we love doing. And and um, I mean, most of the time we just like laughing at Tweedledee and Tweedledum, <laughs> but that's what we're doing, I guess. And I hope that it makes you feel better. But it it made me feel better for sure. When life is rough, as rough as it was last year, it was a godsend to be able to to do this, yeah. man. And um, and I'm truly uh, grateful. And we we've compiled a bunch of clips and stuff um from the pod. Uh, you know, you're yeah. gonna cut to that. Yeah, yeah. cut to that. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, because 
God, man, he he was such a funny dude. It definitely look up, you know, Ryan stand up and anything out there. There's a lot. Yeah. We'll put links to some of this stuff too. Yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, you know, I, I'm just yeah, thankful f- for you guys that, that have listened and uh, you know, uh, our deepest condolences to you know, his family yeah, and his, his friends and you know, I'm just grateful I got to know him these last couple of years. Yeah, we're all we're all blessed that you know, to have to have you know, to have him as a friend. You know, he's he's uplifted all of us and and, and he's brought us all together, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know, I, I, I just hope uh I don't know, man. It sounds all of this is just so crazy and it sounds fucking hokey and corny and it's just something you've heard oh, really times. No. But but like definitely, you know, and especially with the pandemic you know, the, the biggest tragedy to me is like things are opening up. The world is getting, it's kind of opening up. And yeah. we actually, this is one thing I want to get into is me and Evan actually got to do the last stand-up show with Ryan. And we all, yeah. we all had like gr- great sets uh, yeah. that night. And Ryan kind of haggled yeah. to get me on, yeah. <laughs> which was amazing. I didn't ask for it at all. I'm like, I'm just going, I just want to chill. I've been stand-up in uh, you know, a year. I just want to see what you guys do. And, and Ryan, he just, he just plopped it on the table and was like, "Our buddy Rob's here. You should give him ten minutes." And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Ian, shout outs to Ian Hale. Who's, yeah, dude, who's another great guy. You know, uh, was like, "Yeah, let's do it." I mean, I, uh, I think Ian knew you too, but that was how much that was how much Ryan loved you, man. You know, like he he uh, wanted to step up to bat for you and and vouch for you. You know, and and uh. uh you know, so he spoke really highly to you, of you, you know, and, and um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Ryan had the time of his life. He, uh, he, he insisted on getting Taco Bell after the show. He refused Del Taco. Sorry, Del Taco. He refused Del Taco. Yeah. 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 To the employees of Taco Bell, you have Ryan's blessing, you know, I, there was a Del Taco right by the venue. Yeah. And I was like, can, can we just do Del Taco? And he's like, no, it's gotta be Taco Bell. And I went to like, I, I, we went by like three Taco Bells and they were all shut down until we finally settled on Wendy's. You know? Dude, it's so funny. And the, the, the Wendy's acts, I still feel fucking shitty. I, I accidentally <laughs> ate his burger and then he oh, ate yeah, my, yeah. I got like jalapeno spicy asshole, uh, whatever, you know, I got like the destroyer, give you an ulcer sandwich and <laughs> Ryan was dying eating it and you sweating remember that and we thought we yeah. was gonna hurl because he rolled down the window and on stage too there was a moment because there was this this drunk lady like belligerent belligerently lady. drunk who interrupted ryan's set and God, i know you filmed that you sent ryan the video too you you cleared it from your phone right uh yeah unfortunately i have a, a snippet i have a tiny snippet but uh, i'd sent him the set and you know i didn't expect that to be you know, I didn't expect. I thought I would be seeing Ryan again, but I have, I have a snippet of his last set, some pictures and stuff. But yeah, yeah, we didn't get that moment. Either, either way, my phone had cut out before oh, she yeah, got yeah. on stage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he, I, I, I think I might have a little bit. I'll have to check because I, I think I might have. I don't know if I got that part though. But yeah, there was, <laughs> yeah, there was a wonderful moment where yeah, they were talking and she said something like back to him about. Oh, I'm single or something, and then she like walked on stage, and uh, you know there was kind of that whole moment in the bar. Every everybody's just like, "Where is this gonna go?" And um, yeah, I forget. I don't remember the line exactly, but I, but 
she got off stage and I think Ryan was like, well, that, that was our first date and last date. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. It Just killed. off the dome. It and, crushed. And, and, and yeah. He was, yeah, he was hilarious because that night, you know, he was great at like, you know, to go back and him just being like a fan of, uh, or just like motivating everybody. He, you know, kept talking about how like it was awesome that we all did good. You know, and it was, it was yeah. cool. He's like, and it was funny because he's all, man, it's great that we all did good. He's all, cause it's kind of weird when like, it's only you that did good. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's so funny. He's like, it's a weird ride home, but we like, fuck it. And it was so great, man. He threw me up. And like, yeah, it, it was like, I don't know, man. You need you need those fucking you you need the homies that are that are really uh, for you. It's not like you know it wasn't like he was some sociopath yeah, that was like. When, and he had fun. Everything he did, he uh, you know managed to to tune out the bullshit and enjoy himself. You know, like and an enjoyment. You know, that's a that's a big part of life that people forget, you know, it's like your ego sets in and you're just thinking about, Oh, well, how is this being perceived? You know, you, you don't just enjoy the moment and have a good time. And, you know, I mean, there was never a time I hung out with Ryan that I didn't have a good time. And I, you know, and he was always having enjoying himself, you know, and having, having fun laughing, you know, I mean, your soul needs that you need to, you know, there's so much. And, and I, I, there's there's too much negativity with comedy where it's like no you have to be this artist guy who's you know pissed off all the time and you know roasting everybody but no you can also just be a you know have fun yeah oh yeah i mean i don't know it uh, yeah it, it was very just uplifting to be around him and uh you know it yeah it's it's uh it's surreal and uh we're we're grateful to to have known him and uh you know it's yeah. I'm glad that that we have this footage uh, to share with you guys. Um, you know some of just the fun that we had on the show. Um, I wish and, we had more. I and I wish. I mean, I yeah. It's just yeah. I I feel like the potential was was limitless. You know, and uh, it's it uh, yeah. So you know, hug your loved ones tighter, man. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, everything's yeah. precious and. You know, with the getting out of the pandemic, like the pandemic kind of getting better, it just you start to do these things like, oh, I haven't done this in a while, and this is this is really precious. And I'm not talking about a, a book pa- based on Push by Sapphire. Uh, I'm talking about, I mean, that is also precious. It's a very serious movie, and uh, I just had to throw in a silly, uh, you know. I, I know. I'm I'm gonna miss our Mondays that we had together. I thoroughly enjoyed. I thoroughly enjoyed doing this podcast with you guys. And I'm I'm really sad that we're not going to be able to do with him anymore. It sucks, and um, yeah, I'm just gonna fucking miss. I'm gonna miss it. I already do. I was really looking forward to this Monday because yeah. you were gonna be the guest. Yeah, yeah. I know, man. It it's <sighs> brutal. It we, sucks. We were gonna do it there too the first time, and we you know Doug Gleason, our our boy. Dude. Yeah. 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 This is Doug Gleason, everybody. Yeah, Doug, uh, Doug, you know, Doug, our heart's out to Doug. He lived with, uh, you know, Ryan, and, um, you know, they did a, uh, Ryan produced his pod, What's Your Deal? What's Your Deal? Yeah, and and Doug is very impressionable, and Ryan could do one as well, and, you know, we all did a good, good Doug, because he's, you know, and and very grateful to him for for opening up his his home and letting us do it. Um, But, yeah, yeah, he was a funny guy, you know. Oh, yeah. What's your deal, Robert? Yeah, but um, yeah, it's um, it's crazy, guys. Uh, 
we love you and we appreciate you guys listening to the podcast and you know i i felt like uh I, I, during, you know, I did, I started this podcast and, and started recording in November of 2019. That's when I started kind of compiling this. And, uh, you know, I wanted to find something that I felt like kind of was, was a silly, just fun idea. And theme parks is something that I, being a giant child, no, being an imaginative doofus, I always loved these worlds. You know, like I heard Salvador Dali said that Disneyland was perfection because it's, it's a fake. You can be you can be perfect in a fake world. You can just let your fuck let loose, man. This is it. Doesn't matter what the fuck you did yesterday. It doesn't matter what you're doing tomorrow. You're at Disneyland right now. We're gonna have fun. And I felt like, you know, I tried to channel that with the silly podcast. And and Ryan, I was one of the first guys I recorded with. And I remember his stories and just having him on. And, and he is that guy, man. I don't have time for people that, you know, going to look over their shoulder. Like I don't need, I already, I already went through high school. You know, I don't need pretentious shit, man. I want to have a real G, you know, in, 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 in the, in the, in the, in the, the dog and shout out to the cheeks of Neptune too. Uh, uh, you know, those dudes are awesome. And, uh, and Ryan is a big fan of theirs too. Uh, I, I don't know, man, it's crazy. And, uh, we had, it's, it's never going to, it's never gonna uh, be easy, uh, but uh, I'm just grateful, and uh, thank you guys for watching. We're gonna uh, end this with uh, some some fun clips that that we uh, have from the show. So, yeah, uh, enjoy enjoy these moments of Ryan. Yes, heck yeah, they're good. We en- we definitely enjoyed them when we were f- when we were doing them in the fucking flesh. Heck so. yeah, man! And w- and Ryan, you know, there's one thing. Ryan was a big Metallica fan, and uh, me and oh we, fucking a dude. Yeah, and, you know what? I, you know what I was gonna fucking I, I was gonna bring him. Oh, the what's fucker? that? I have a. I was gonna bring him a Metallica guitar pick. Oh shit! Yeah, I was gonna bring him a fucking Metallica guitar uh, pick. Hold on to that, and man. And I fucking told him too. I was like, next time I see you, which was going to be fucking Monday. Yeah, I was gonna give him that goddamn guitar, guitar pick. And I remember, uh, and so we talked about. You know, Ryan was a huge uh, Dodger fan. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, um, Roscoe actually got a hat in his honor today, uh, yeah, which is I awesome. Yeah, I wouldn't wear a Dodger hat. Yeah. And that shows how much he, he cared about Ryan. And, you know, I uh, I actually got a tramp stamp uh, of uh, Vince Scully. Oh, I was no, actually going to get. You know how he was complaining about how he wasn't going to, how he had a hard time finding those those Dodger hats, those, a specific Dodger hat? Yeah. They had that fucking hat at that, at the. Uh, the fucking station the gas station um, yeah yeah well and um, also he gave me a hat he gave me a fucking yankees hat because they sent lids or somebody sent him the wrong one <laughs> yeah, yeah and that fucking hat that new, that yankees hat is i haven't worn any other hat since i got oh, that fucking man. thing so it's my favorite hat but this this now this uh red dodger hat is now my favorite my yeah. favorite hat in honor of ryan D. I think I have him on my phone as Ryan DeSantis. Yeah, we, I think we talked about that. Uh, he has a very d- Ryan Derrerist name. You yeah. know, it's a it's a unique name, my friends. Yeah. But yeah, um, enjoy no. these clips. Yeah, man, enjoy them. Uh, you know, we love you guys. Uh, we'll we'll uh, see you soon. Enjoy these clips of Ryan D. All right, <laughs> I don't know that nod. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest oh, in peace. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, I don't know if you want to cut out me doing the <laughs> awkward, <laughs> but it, we can leave it. Fuck it. All it's right. real, man. All right. Yeah. Rest in peace, Ryan. We, we love you and we miss you, man. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Hit the Mics with Ryan D. I, of course, am Ryan D. No Steve Rogers today. He is still in quarantine trying to save himself from the coronavirus. What a pussy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm hosting with the most, and it's kind of weird now. now. Now I feel weird being on this end of it. Cause Why? Because I'm, I'm, I'm like, when I sit over, you normally, actually what I've been doing lately is I'll sit there uh-huh. to make myself feel more in the more in the yeah shit. It, well because I don't I, when I sit back here I feel like this is producer chair sure not host chair right so I like setting myself up over there and I'll just have the computer on the TV so that way I'm over there and I just feel a little bit I don't feel so enclosed back here mm-hmm. in this booth you know well we're I feel like we're close enough I know I know yeah. it's working I mean if you want I can I can host and no, just, just start asking no. questions about you well no it's <laughs> I have some <laughs> no yeah. I just I, I've been trying to fucking get this well, actually I fuck I I've I met this. Uh, young guy at Is he know, hot? It's he's, 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 pretty, he's pretty handsome yeah. um but i he's he's like 22 not really doing much with his I'm life into that yeah <laughs> but i've been asking i've been asking he needs him to, a daddy i've been asking him to fucking come over and help me out and stuff yeah. so i mean he, he needs a daddy i'm <laughs> waiting for you to get out yeah. of it so <laughs> come help me out no, okay so there's a dude young guy yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I know i know I, you like i can't i always do this where i i, I start a story where I'm like, there's no way I'm getting out of this without a gay joke. Like, there's just no way. Right? And, and I, I have a... Dude, my friend Garrett is like... He still has the like the sense of humor of like a fucking 12-year-old. So I, I cannot say anything without him exactly. going like, Oh, I bet you did. Yeah. You know, it's always like... Can, can I just like tell a story where you, with you not trying to make it gay? Like, no. it's just, like it's, so my dad has cancer. And... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I bet you. Yeah. I bet you. <laughs> Is it ass cancer? <laughs> yeah, it's like that, dude. It's always like that. Yeah, Fucker. fucking a man. I can't stand it. But I do. I do another podcast with the, with these two guys I grew up with doing up, and we do. We just talk about movies and shit. But the, but then that guy's the most frustrating thing too, is because he like refuses to watch like classic move like older movies. Why? It's like he knows what he knows when we were growing up. Like we grew up in the nineties, right? But then, like anything, like from the seventies, he won't watch. Really? Yeah. Is it the pacing that he doesn't like? I, I think so. I, yeah. I, and and it's like he just. Uh, I made him watch because I, you know, I love horror movies. You know, I know fucking real original, right? But uh, um, he had never seen The Shining, mm-hmm. so we made him watch The Shining. You made him. Watch I made the him Shining? watch The Shining, oh, and we all sat together and watched The Shining. And and I was, he's like, I understand. It's like a fucking, you know, staple in pop culture and. And it's like a you know cinematic thing or whatever. He's like, but I hated it. He, Are you he, fucking kidding me? He did me? not like it. I would just be like, sorry, you're not on the podcast anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, like, that's like, the one thing I missed about this year, actually, especially because I really, I was really looking forward to going. And Steve had never been to the Ren Fair before. It's fun. And I know, so I wanted to take him and be like, dude, you got It's it's so much fun. You should have dressed him up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dress. It's your first year at Ren Fair. You have to dress. Yeah. Up. Yeah. I, I mean, I was. That's it's what, a must. What's yeah, Ren Fair? Renfair? Ren, the Renaissance, like the, Renaissance Fair? Oh, the Renaissance, Renaissance Fair. Yeah. Okay. Are we just nerds that we know it's called Renfair? Renfair, yeah, probably. I was like, isn't that a character in like the uh, fucking Dracula? Yes. Yeah, Renfield. Is it? I don't right? know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just agree. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. That's great improv. Uh, I love, yeah, I love the idea of Renaissance Fairs. I don't think I've actually ever gone. I've gone I mean, to, you're wearing you're wearing jester colors and yeah, jester outfit. You know? you're, you're it's in my blood. It's in my blood. You know, my great grandfather was a jester <laughs> for the Burger King. Actually, you know what? I, I saw David Arquette dressed as a jester with that that uh, that color pattern. Um, with oh, his, re- with, wrestling? No, no, no. But that that documentary was great. No, I saw him at the Ren Fair. 
Did you oh, really? Shit. Yeah. With his wow. two with the two kids on his wagon, he just was in an outfit just with the two kids. Did you say hi? No, I just I, yeah, I just let him be. You know, he oh. was just there with his kids. Did yeah. they have dragons and stuff? There should be. But Did you guys watch that fucking documentary though? That, no, I wish that David Arquette documentary. Nope. I I fucking rented it and and, and Steve and I watched it and dude. It's so. It's like I want to just be that dude's homie. Like he's mm-hmm. he seems like such a fucking cool guy, mm-hmm. and it's really sad that it's just like people are. You know, he, he's just being bullied by like all you know by the industry and like all the wrestlers and stuff like that. Like so, he wants to like earn his stri- that whole yeah. doc about him earning his stripes and starting at the bottom and doing. And he's just a big fan of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And these guys just hate him for no reason. That's ridiculous. He really committed himself. Yeah, to he it. really did. But they really fucked him up, like on purpose for certain. Like, there's these matches where these guys are like, "Oh, I'm gonna fucking," you know, and they and they really fuck him up bad. This guy's. I'm gonna break his neck. Yeah, and uh, and he's Deputy he has, Dewey. He has like a heart problem or something, so he was like taking blood thinners or some shit like oh, that. Oh yes, yes. So he got, ha- so that- he got stabbed with one of those. those yeah. uh fluorescent light things so that happened down the way from where i live really in, yeah because i live right outside of highland park oh okay and so it happened at the hi-hat in highland park you ever had a problem like what, have you ever gone up to a celebrity and had a backfire in your face kind of like uh well that's what i was about to say was i i ran into jeff ross at uh at uh queens of the stone age and i normally don't smoke weed and i decided to get fucking obliterated this day I think I ate an edible and smoked a yeah, joint. Yeah, I don't fucking do it. And, and so I went completely brain dead, right? And, and so I'm in the middle. But like, it it was it was not the way because I've had real bad experiences where I couldn't fucking walk. I felt like throwing up, and I just was like a you know. But this it was a pretty good one. I just went brain dead, like, and, and I was also drinking too. So I'm just standing like I just I couldn't move my feet. And where I planted myself for that show was just where I was going to be. Mm-hmm. That was it. No one could fucking knock me over. No one could make me move. I just went, this is it. This is all I can do right now. And I was just, uh. And then I turned to my right, and Jeff Ross is standing next to me. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> and he, he goes, hey, what's up? I'm like, and I lean over. I go, are you Jeff Ross? <laughs> and he goes, Yes, I go. That's cool. <laughs> so oh, good, I fucking love, I, dude. I love the thing, and you know how I saw the thing was like there was a thing video game that came out, mm-hmm. and uh, it came with the DVD. I had never seen this movie before, and I'm what like twelve. Mm-hmm. Like this movie comes, this game comes out where you're like, you know, you're basically it's basically the movie just in the, the but a video game of it, and. Uh, yeah, and this DVD, and I remember my, you know, my stepdad at the, he's at the house, and he's like, I'm like, have you ever heard of it? He's like, oh yeah, yeah. we're putting that shit on. He's, oh, yeah. he's like, yeah, we watched it, and I was like, fuck, this was, I mean, that was, I had never seen such practical effects like that mm-hmm. before, and then that's when I fucking really fell into like getting into. Um, horror? Like horror and, yeah. and, you know, you know, classic horror, Evil Dead, my aunt mm-hmm. showed me too. And I was just like, I, I had never really witnessed anything. Like, you know, because my mom doesn't like scary movies. Mm-hmm. So I always grew up like my mom being like, oh, that's too scary for you. That's too scary. Because she would be, it'd be too scary for her. Right. right? So, yeah. uh, so I would always just think, oh, it's too scary. I can't watch it. And yeah. then like, but then, if, so I didn't really start getting into horror until I was like 11 or 12 because mm-hmm. I, I was able to just like get it on my own and. Yeah, you know, I went. I stayed at a friend's house one time, watched Halloween for the first time when I was like eleven, and I was like, "What the fuck? This is a great. This is like, oh, and yeah, it, dude." And I mean, it was amazing, right? And then, yeah, for, I mean, what Nightmare on Elm Street, all that came after that. Then, my, well, then my aunt. I got old enough to like have sleepovers with my aunt. My aunt would always like buy the fucking most 
brutal movies to like show me and Sick. stuff. Yeah. Dude. Do you like any of the new, like the modern horror movies at all? Um, I, I'm I'm a big fan of the supernatural horror movies, the, okay. the newer ones. Like, uh, but a, a lot of them just become like gore porn, and mm-hmm. I and I'm not into that. Oh, I am. Yeah. Uh, like, I like I, I really need the storyline. You know, like um. I, I, I'm the exact opposite. I could give a fuck about. Yeah, story. I, I mean it's fun. Like, uh, yeah, just like With popcorn horror. movies. Like, sit down just just to watch people get mutilated. Sure, yeah. whatever. Like, I I I'm into that too. But like, did you like Terrifier? I did. I did. I was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it the clown? That's yes. the yeah. It's the guy with uh, the clown, okay. the little little tiny right, the top clown. hat. Yeah, I started that. I never what had to the, finish yeah, it. Yeah, he, oh, he fucking sawed a woman in half by her yes. by her vagina. Yeah. It's you know, so- the Green Inferno, Green Inferno, Inferno yeah. which is was, basically Cannibal kind of Holocaust. Yeah, but like a narrative. I loved it. Yeah, yeah I did too because it kind of it was, it it yeah that was a great movie. I don't know, it made fun I did, of. I did a uh, podcast. Uh, there's the podcast that I'm that we're battling for Halo. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. a, it's the movie review podcast. With so Colt 45. With Colt 45. Yeah. Uh, shout out Colt 45. The first time I was on, I did Green Inferno. Mm, nice. That was the that was the episode that I did. Did with they them, do yeah. Hereditary? I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. Yeah, it's so intense. So good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so jarring. Those long, these long drawn out shots it's of just best. like, I mean, first of all, the you know the head, and mm-hmm. then the, and then like, um, oh, I don't know, and, just and then the sawing of the head. Yes, oh, yes, so, yeah. Piano wire. Yeah. Hereditary is a movie that I've probably watched. I, I would say I've watched the movie probably eight times. I'm not. I'm actually new to the coffee game, and I, I feel oh, dude. like. I, you know, like I didn't realize how jittery it made me because I always just thought I had anxiety, but like I, it is, but, but I think that's just how I operate. I just need to like, I need to feel like I'm dying for my day to get started. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Halloween. Uh, what was, what was that like? When was that? Well, I was drunk <laughs> all the time. So uh, everyone, like somebody would walk out and be like, man, that vampire was really fucking drunk. <laughs> 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 or they could smell the booze on me. I smelled like whiskey. Oh wow! <laughs> I can hear him talking about it afterwards. Like that fucking vampire smelled like whiskey. <laughs> I, I would imagine vampires to be drunk, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, yeah. they—they're living forever. It's got to get tedious. Well, you it, know? Was, it was fun because me and my brother worked on the same maze, so it was like he was a—he was a werewolf and I was a vampire. But we were on two separate stations, but we knew all the the back. Like they gave us like things to do, but we got bored, so we started fighting in the front, in the like in the front of it. And then they'd see me later, and him in different. We just started jumping around different stations. Was there some of that took it really seriously? Like you do not cross werewolf oh, uh, territory. Yeah, a couple of them, but you know we were like, "Fuck you." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I put a lot of passion into the gargoyle maze. Yeah. You, you, hold up. Okay, I'm like, gonna dis- really I'm gonna disagree with bad. both of you because I worked at public parks. I worked for Parks and Rec, and I had to clean those fucking bathrooms. Yeah, you're at a public park. It's like tweakers and yeah and homeless like, dudes yeah, and of course yeah. they're gonna be like fucking I mean, terrible dude, George I re- Michael I remember I had yeah. to spray shit off of a wall like <laughs> with a hose and I, all, I had to wear a mat all, it was what and like and I knew who it was too so mm. every time he fucking came around it fucking kick his ass out of the bathroom because he's been hey! shitting on the walls yeah, yeah I wore shitter I, I worked at a uh, big lots it was the worst to, I mean tequila's a starter yeah you don't you don't end with tequila yeah you can either start in Mexico or you can end in Mexico, and uh, either yeah. way. Either way, those bathrooms, I yeah. oh, dude, yeah. I, I've heard some stories from some friends of mine that live in Florida, and they say that, <clears throat> like, if you go to Epcot, like after, like right around like eight or nine o'clock, yeah, it's just a just, fuck. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. barfing everywhere. I mean, I'm guilty of it uh, in public places, but never in a in an amusement park. I've never, we've never gotten that bad to like yeah. vomit at an amusement park. 
Yeah, th- yeah, yeah. I've never had that. either. I mean, I did it at a, like a rodeo place. So did that oh. count? Yeah. <laughs> I think it gets expected at a rodeo place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, we were talking about uh, the Myrtle themed bathroom yeah. earlier. My favorite one to shit at in Disneyland because I'm a I'm an expert in, in oh, public shit, sh- public shitters. Okay, so my favorite one is the one right there between. Um, we're like, okay, so like the Finding Nemo ride would be on the right. Mm-hmm. And it's like right. It's like right when you're walking towards uh, Spl- uh No, uh, the Ma- uh, Matterhorn. Matterhorn. Mm-hmm. So you, Alice you in Wonderland. Take, you take a left. Yeah, and yep. it's the Alice in Wonderland yeah, with the, one with the fucking cards. The, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the my Cheshire favorite one. Right yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's why I like Universal Studios bathrooms too, because like Universal Studios, when you're at, all the way at the bottom where like Jurassic World is. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel so weird calling it that now. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's there. Like that bathroom. It's all the way in the back. Like it's, it's, it's near the exit of Jurassic World. So you have to like go out and then take a left, and it's like, it's near one of the gates where the employees go. So it's like just tucked in this fucking alleyway, you know. So it's that's a good spot too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so if you can hold it all the way down all those escalators, <laughs> that's that's good. That's the best shitter. And I wonder because <laughs> wow. I think they're building. I kind of like watching comedians bomb though. It's oh fun. yeah, it's great. Especially oh, when man. you see somebody oh. really famous bomb. Oh yeah, it's kind of amazing. Well, when that happens, it's like you know they're just working out new material. Yeah, yeah. But like, or uh, the room does yeah, suck. That uh, happens. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, or that. Or that yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I, I hate watching it sometimes. One of my friends bomb. It's hilarious. Oh, but, when, yeah. but when I see somebody out there really trying, and then it's like, ooh, buddy. I literally, I was like, I, I was driving to a, uh, this was like my favorite poke spot, right? So I fucking walk and I walk in and they're like, but the, the, there's a sign that says out of order and I, I had to shit and I was Fuck. like, and, and I just went, is it out of order? Or you just don't want people like hanging around in here. And she was like, no, you can use it. I'm like, I'm going to buy food. I just need to yeah. use the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God, dude. Yeah. That was cool. Then to let you do it. Yeah. 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 Same with like when I go out thrifting, like it. All these places, like, unfortunately, the bathrooms are not available right now. I'm like, motherfucker, dude. Like, yeah. no yeah. no bathroom is available right I'm now. I'm going to go yeah. pick a bucket off the counter and pee in that. <laughs> just let me back there. Dude, I've pissed behind fucking Salvation Armies, like, all over yeah. fucking no. the yeah. greater Los Angeles area. Yeah, it's so weird that, like, public places don't really, you know what I mean? But I, I do get it, but it's like... It's like, come on, like, fuck that. Yeah, fuck you know? that. No, people, people got to go. Like, have something. Yeah, open. yeah you, you should, know, have, dude, should have some. I've had people at my work that have come in and been like, "Do you guys have a restroom?" I'm like, absolutely, go for it. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. It's clean. It's like, go, yeah. dude. It's fine. Why does Seven Eleven? Do you guys ever want to like murder them when they don't let you go to the bathroom? Oh my god, Seven Eleven is the worst. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, the, the and one... if someone gets murdered at Seven Eleven, I know. Yeah, no, they do uh, Yeah, it's because they. No, he was with us on night, officer. No, here's the thing too. Is like I've worked at. I just worked at too many public places too. So like that was so like I've had to. You know, I worked at a storage facility. And some guy used to fucking clog our bathroom all the mm-hmm. goddamn time. I mean, so there'd be shit and toilet paper mm-hmm. fucking just overflow. One time it overflowed. I had to like mm-hmm. mop up shit water. Mm-hmm. For, and so after that, I was like, fucking bathroom, not open to anybody. Oh, God. Yeah, Rivers yeah, Revenge is the worst. worst. Yeah, it locks you in place. Yeah, yeah. Locks you. I yeah, was tying my shoe. I, and... I always love watching the people bounce around and get locked in like fucking this. <laughs> yeah. Just locked in like they're all they're all folded <laughs> like an accordion. Just, yeah, and I, yeah. and I watch it because my, my aunt used to take us to Six Flags, right? And she would always, and she would she would go and tell us about the rides and shit. And then she would take us and be like, don't fuck around. Watch these people are going to, she's like, watch, watch, watch. Look at that guy. Watch. And then you get locked in all fucking. <laughs> 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 she's like, they bounce and they adjust to your height. 
right, you're supposed to be standing. She's like, but look at these idiots. So they're bouncing. You know, they're bouncing. when somebody gets locked in here, or they'll be way up high and their legs are fucking dangerous. Yeah, that happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, it was that same Six Flags trip that happened to me. Yeah, and then uh, I was just my nuts getting crushed oh, like yeah. through all the fucking turns. Yeah, then you're turns. fucking stuck. Yeah, it was awful, dude. That's man. I... I'm cool with it. I'm cool with whatever you choose to be. It just rhymed in the moment. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Cool. Well, I mean, it's a free. It's a free world. I mean, dude. you know, I'm pretty. I'm a. Uh, I'm gender fluid, so it kind of it just changes from day to day. Yeah, me too. I I actually kind of look like a mom a little bit. I was thinking that the other day. Kind of <laughs> well, the bearded ass. lady, what, dude. I look like Chaz Bono, bro. It's uh... <laughs> my balls look like Chaz Bono. But, um... Did you? Ever... I have another porn related question. Did oh. you ever do the conventions? Yes. Great okay. question. Great question. Because how awkward is that? Because oh <laughs> I I see like clips online and I see these fucking guys at this thing and I'm just like talking to the girls. I'm like, they're obviously like just faking this for them, but I'm like, what kind of fucking loot? Like, yeah. I don't. All right. What? No. Fuck that. What kind of fucking losers going to these porn conventions to stand in line to meet their favorite porn star? You think she's gonna fall in love with you? You oh, need her, You want to meet her person? I that think badly? that's what they think, Steve. I no, think that's what they go think. to her website, buy the porn, and just leave it at that. You uh, fucking weirdo. I don't want to go. I don't want to go meet Mr. Popeye because I like their chicken sandwich. Oh like, man, I just he, buy the chicken sandwich and call it the day. Seriously, it's it's funny you bring that up because like a I, great question. It, it, I mean, I worked a lot of different conventions, like mainly nutrition ones. You know, yeah. I used to work at a lot of tattoo conventions, but I remember like when I started doing those, it was like a easy way to like make money and like make connections with people. But like, my God, it, it, it's just so uncomfortable. Three. Oh my god. Alright, we're gonna get banned from this. Jared did not see it. <laughs> I don't have to be banned from YouTube. Kinda like Cobra Kai, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was cool. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, it is it is the same kind of formula, right? Like Cobra Cobra Kai had become well he brings back Cobra Kai and then you realize like like just like we were saying when we were comparing what D two and D three mm -hmm. to to uh, flipping flipping the other side of, of, of things, then you look. Then they're pretty much the villains in you know certain right. scenarios, you know. So um, yeah, so it does kind of make sense that the, you know Bombay he set up this sort of legacy, and so now this is this huge you know successful team, and it's like a, you know team of only winners, right? Right. So, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 it was definitely a, di a different point of view than what I would have taken you know I, I i was kind of surprised in that kind of plot point you know i'm gonna watch the whole fucking thing i don't give a shit even if it's well, me too balls. i mean it, it, let's and let's not forget these are kids movies and kids right. kids tv shows so like yeah. any, anyone bitching about it it's like grow the fuck up yeah dude. like yeah these, I, they're not for you they're no. for the next generation of people right of kids who you know who were your age that when when you fell in love with with mighty ducks and, mm -hmm. and d1 or d2 and all that you know it's like people forget that you know mm -hmm. and I, that and i that's what bugs the shit out of me about a lot, a lot of these like people are bitching about the space jam uh sequel or whatever and it's oh, like i don't who, it's a kids movie man yeah. like, it does not hold it does not uphold the uh, artistry of space jam the, the cinematic achievement of space man no i'm just kidding but you're not though. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of not. I, I, I'm so, so I'm just so fascinated by wild. Like, Ryan, what are you doing? This is my new friend Barry. He lives right here. <laughs> he lives <laughs> the right around. Yeah, I'm gonna stay the night with him tonight. We're gonna hang out, get some but beers. But also, like, see, that's another thing about me too. Is like, I love, I, I, I love like fucking like shaking things up and like 
presenting chaos to other people and seeing how they react too, which is fun to me. Yeah. <laughs> so nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's nice, nice, nice to meet you, Bear. I'm going inside. What the fuck are you doing, Ryan? And I talked to Ryan like, leave him the fuck alone. We're leaving. <laughs> and, see, and you see how much joy that gives me. How uncomfortable you would be. That's. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. like you don't smell that. <laughs> like that's my point. That's my point. But I, I... <laughs> that's exactly my point, though. Like, yeah, I want, I want to present this <laughs> to everyone I know so yeah. that they get uncomfortable and then go, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And then that makes. Me I laugh. guess it is kind of entertaining because I have a couple friends like you. Remember, uh, uh, yeah, my one friend, you know her well, Ryan, which she's told us once. She's like, oh, yeah, I went to that bar. I don't like it. Last time I went there, I got in a fight with a homeless person over the jukebox. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I got a bunch of Charlies as friends. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so why, do you yeah. Think, why do you think she and I got along? Yeah, and at the same time, why it didn't work out? <laughs> exactly. You can't exactly. put two Charlies together and think things are going to work. No, you, you need guys to are both talking about cheese and homeless people. It's just like, guys, guys, let's stop. Whoever they wanted to pick on at the moment, they, yeah. I don't even know that. And then he was a Pollock. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 How There's many no Samos does anymore. it take to flip? <laughs> I'm Polish. I get those jokes all the time. Dude, the dude it was so... It, and no weird. one sticks up for us, bro. I mean, we make kielbasas. <laughs> um, that's all I know from uh, my Polish side. There's kielbasas there. and No one makes fun of the Polacks anymore. Uh, well, because it's a fucking... I, I didn't yeah, over, over Chica- go to Chicago and you'll get made fun of, you know, I, I mean, in we, 1995. I know. <laughs> yeah. well, that I, was a thing. I explained that, I think, on a podcast. Was it on here when I was talking about how like, I had to like do research on Pollock jokes? I was like wondering why that was a thing. No, it, but yeah. we talked about it. Yeah, you're because, saying. Uh, yeah, apparently it's because it's because Poland just like allowed Germany to like infiltrate. Like they already like they knew they were coming, and when Nazi Germany was like, "We're gonna take over," and they went, "Okay." So they let, wow. they, let they let them come inside. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, uh, or or yeah. it was like they didn't they knew they were gonna do it, and they were like, "Hey, you can either let us in, or we're just gonna come." And then like the Polish were just like, "Whatever, dude." Hmm. Like, and they they didn't even like they had no army, and they just basically just allowed it. to So happen. that's why the Polacks were getting yeah. shit on. So that's so yeah. So after World War Two. All they, the way to they, the fucking nineties. So when they yeah, so when they started fleeing the country and going and coming to the states, that's where those jokes mm. came from because they'd be like, "You fucking idiots! No wonder you know that's why you have to come to America because you let them you let this happen." Yeah, Polak. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's all yeah. It, yeah, I, my favorite band name is Anal Cunt. That's a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're a Christian rock. Or you know, or my, <laughs> mine is uh, a Dying Fetus. Oh yeah, Dying <laughs> Fetus is good too. Metal bands always have decent names. Yeah. Dude. I mean, Metallica might be one. Of, I, I, even though I'm like a huge fanboy, like that might be one of the greatest, most. Are original. you a Metallica fanboy? <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge Metallica fan. Are you really? Yeah, yeah, dude. Huh? I'll bring you a guitar pick. I have some. Oh, dude, yeah, for yeah, sure. from the you Bay didn't know Area. That? You dude. didn't know that I'm a huge Metallica fan. No. Yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I'm even a, I'm even a, um, a load. Same. I'm a load and reload. Uh, wow. Uh, what's it? What's it called? Truther. <laughs> Truther. Yeah. Uh, apolo- apologist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what was that one album they came out with? The TikTok, 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 TikTok. Uh, Frantic. That's on Saint Anger. Yeah. yeah Saint Anger. Those the fucking terrible record. Uh, but right. I love that. I love that song. And oh. you know what? And you know what? Somebody the... re- somebody remixed it mm-hmm. and like and re like re-recorded it, remixed it. Yeah, because of the the trash can drums. And it, yes. And it sounds really good. Why if did you... it sound like that? Because. 
be well because that, that was when like some kind of monster was you know that was they were doing that documentary yes and the band was like legit like we were they're gonna break up right? we were witnessing yeah. the band falling apart and a lot of the mixing they they fucking they fired bob uh what's his name bob, yeah, bob rock, rock. Mm-hmm. they bob fired ross. him like in the yeah i almost <laughs> said bob ross they fired him like in the middle of mixing so mm. it ended up being like just lars mixing it oh wow and, I, dude i ran into lars at disneyland once Greetings, Robert Thompson of Robertland. Uh, this is Matt the Rat here. I am uh, Ryan's younger brother. Um, I'm sure you've already heard from uh, from Julian, his older brother, and uh, um, yeah, he was on the uh, the Ryanland episode where he took over for you and everything. And but I'm the young, I'm the younger one. <laughs> I'm the the baby boy of the family. And uh, first and foremost, I want to thank you for uh, for everything that you've done. Uh, with my brother, for my brother, and, um, you know, that that carries a very special place in my heart, and I really deeply appreciate that. Um, I mean, what what can't be said about Ryan? I mean, really, other than, you know, bad things you can't say about him, because he, he was such a genuine person uh, to anyone and everyone that he met. So, I mean, if you didn't, if you had a problem with Ryan, that's because there's something wrong with you, <laughs> essentially. I mean, he was always very open-minded and open-hearted to anybody that he came into contact with. I mean, uh, he was just always uh, brutally honest, uh, <laughs> for, you know. So, I mean, if he if you got mad at something that he said to you, I mean, it was probably more than likely the truth. You know, he never uh, thought ill of anybody, especially people that he didn't really know. Um, but I mean, as you got to know him and as he got to know you, you know, you, you, you always felt the, uh, the love that was there and you heard it in his voice and stuff. And, um, yeah, man, he, uh, he loved to laugh. He loved to make people laugh. And it's, uh, it's really great to have, you know, all those, uh, all this footage and, you know, this, the show that you guys did together and, the shows that you guys perform together in, uh, all the audio files, all the videos and everything are very, very, you know, the, the, those were very much him in, in normality, you know, outside of off the stage or outside of the studio and everything. I mean, he was uh, such a such an inspiration to me. I mean, especially being his younger brother, I just... Um, you know, my entire life, that's all I wanted to do was to be like him and to grow with him and to, uh, you know, they, they say, you know, if you, if you do something you love, you don't work a day in your life. And all I want, all, you know, all, all I wanted to do was just spend time with him and, uh, be there with him and to laugh with him. And, you know, so through this tough time and this tragic, tragic loss that, um, we're all pretty much, uh, dealing with, um, it's great to still have those things, and and you know I I appreciate the um, the opportunity to to say something on your show because I know he loved your show definitely. He'd, he'd tell he'd tell me all the fucking time to you know to check it out and to uh, to listen in and everything, and you know I did, and um, you know when he started to become a part of it and everything, like I knew that in his heart it made him the happiest ever. So. Um, so thank you for uh for giving him that. Yeah, man. I just uh it, it means a lot to me. So 
I guess uh, I'm not going to give like a eulogy or anything, you know, nothing like that, because that's not um, that's not what he would have wanted me to do, as, especially this being the first time uh, featured on the podcast. So I, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to sit here and talk about, you know, how my sadness or anything. But what I will talk about is um, some of the great times that we had and to stay in the line of the show itself and Robert Land and everything. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you about the uh, the couple times that we went to theme parks together. Now, in high school, well, actually, after high school, when I graduated and everything, we had, um, uh, at the same time, uh, we both had Disneyland passes. And, I mean, what can't be fucking said about that place? You know, everyone has a great time there. And, um, you know, it, it when, when we were there, it wasn't about the people that we were with. It was really about just me and him reminiscing about our childhood and everything. You know, when I was a little kid, uh, I might have been like four years old. I, I actually think we talked about this on um, when he was doing Ryan Land. Uh, I took off. <laughs> I got lost in the middle of Disneyland. I they, my mom or so I, I think I think he said it was him or some like someone strapped like took me out of my stroller turned around and then turned back and I was gone and I was fucking ready to live in that place for fucking ever. I mean, to this day, I wish I could. I, w- I wish I would have stayed. I wish <laughs> I wish they wouldn't have found me that day because, uh, I mean, I fucking love that place. But um, the uh, the other memories and everything that we have of going to theme parks, I think it really was established when we had our passes to go to Universal Studios. And the last time that we all went together... So the last time that we went to uh, Universal Studios, the whole entire thing was a uh, <laughs> was a um, a fiasco to begin with. So uh, we made this plan that we wanted to go to Universal and everything. And uh, you know, Ryan was go- he was going through a tough time, and so I wanted we what I just wanted to hang out with him. You know, we didn't have to go to Universal, but that's what we decided on. We both had passes. And uh, we go up, we go, you know, we get up, go up to the uh, the little booth that we, you know, you scan your pass and you get to walk right in. Well, the first thing that fucking happens is that Ryan's pass, uh, we found out, had expired. So he didn't have his pass anymore. And uh, and my, my, my girlfriend, uh, who was there with us uh, at the time, I mean, we went with a pretty large group. I believe it was me. Uh, my girlfriend, our sister, and her nep- and well, my nephew, her son, and daughter. I don't, I don't think she had Zephyr with her that time. My, my, my niece. But um, yeah, so we, you know, we we were going as a group and everything. We we're gonna spend the day together, and of course, when he found out, like he just thought, like he just ruined the whole day. And he told us, like, no, go inside, have a good time, take off, you know, and he, and he took off. But we fucking called him back, and um, my girlfriend, you know, her big heart, as big as his, she uh, she bought him his ticket to go inside. Actually, she bought him the pass. She, so she got him a whole nother fucking year of Universal. Ours were expiring, like, that week. And, yeah, so uh, our plan was to, uh, you know, re- redo it and everything and get another annual pass for Universal Studios. So she got that for him. And so, um, but, but, but even before that, like even going into the, uh, like when the day started, uh, I had talked to him the night before and he was partying the night before. So he, no, so not only 
did he show up and he didn't his pass had expired and everything he showed up really hungover like i'm talking obnoxiously hungover you like he you like he sweat and boo you'd spell booze coming out of his pores and everything but i mean he but he he wanted to come he wanted to tough it out and everything and so you know i got to commend him for that we uh and we kept trucking along so we finally go inside and he's, you know, we're, we're, it's a great time. It's fucking Universal Studios, you know, we do all the, the, I mean, you can do everything in that fucking park in like a single day for sure. Four hours tops, you know, like if you're rushing through everything and there's no lines. So we happen to go on a day where, yeah, it wasn't too packed. There wasn't that many people and the lines are moving on pretty, you know, pretty smoothly. And, um, <laughs> and we just, we so we we went on the rides that all the rides that we wanted to do and everything and one thing that I knew for sure what was going to happen was uh well we we wanted to go to see a show we're there with the kids we want um so we saw the uh the animal actors show that they have there at uh Universal Studios and uh we're sitting there we're wa- and we're watching the show and everything and then all of a sudden and just right behind me I hear <laughs> And we turn around and motherfucker is asleep. Like I'm talking asleep and he's got glasses on and everything, but he's complete. He's (laughs) this is what I've always said. Ryan's superpower was, was that he can literally sleep in any situation. Like if he didn't, if he had a good center of balance and everything and wouldn't fall over, he, he, that guy would literally fall asleep standing up if he could. But (laughs) so we're sitting there and animal actors and everything. And then he would, uh, yeah, he would snore in the middle of the crowd and everything. And so I'd have to turn around and nudge him like, Hey man, wake the fuck up, you know, like wake, you know, wake his ass up while the show was going on. And even by like other people were like, he's like, is he okay? And, and, uh, yeah, it was just the fucking funniest thing. We'd be sitting there, like the show would be going, all these kids would be having a good time. And then all of a sudden you hear some dude, some guy right in the back, not in the back row, but like right in the middle of everything, just snoring his fucking ass off. And, uh, that, that was just, you know, hilarious. And, um, so that was probably the funniest part, but I mean, other than that, you know, like it was just a beautiful day. It was a great sun, you know, the sun was shining. Um, we were there with the kids and everything, took all kinds of pictures and stuff at, uh, and of course, uh, while we were there, we t- we stopped at Moe's, uh, right there in uh, in Springfield and everything, and had a couple brews and yeah, man, it was a it was a fucking great time, dude. Uh, so uh, that's it, man. That's that's my Ryan D story at a at a theme park. And of course, you know, there's more, there's other things and everything that I want to that I could talk about, and you know, but I'm just gonna go ahead and leave it there at that. You know, stay in the line of the. Uh, the the podcast and the theme of it and everything of Robert Land and so uh, thank you man thank you for uh, for letting me tell the story and you know give a little more appreciation to my brother, um, yeah man uh, I really appreciate it thank you so uh, to Ryan I'll see you guys next time or I'll I'll, I'll see you when I see you man. <laughs> Used to be in a metal band before I started doing stand up. Yeah, so needless to say, my parents are very proud of me. <laughs> right? I was in this band. We, uh, we, we did all kinds of great shows. We, were, we had this really big, sold-out show with our merch. We had, a, we had an, uh, our new EP out. And we were 
We had a scout there that was going to manage us, and he was going to do all this cool shit for us. He just wanted to check us out that night, and my singer decided that was a great opportunity to get fucking loaded. So we go up to the stage, and he hits the guitar, bang, one note, and just goes, fuck you. And then he fainted and almost hit the back of his head on my drum set. And then we quit, because that was the most rock and roll move anybody had ever fucking seen. I was asked to share some, uh, some memories of Ryan. And I mean, I remember when I first met Ryan. I mean, I was at the, uh, the Rat Talk uh, show at the Silver Dollar. And I've only seen them. I've only seen them. I've only seen um, um, Humcast and stuff like that on, on, um, on, on YouTube. So to me, it was like, you know, like they were like, like stars, you know, like, like watching like, you know, like TV, you know, stars and stuff. And I remember when I, uh, after uh, Dick Neptune, and I think it was Dick Neptune and the Rusties, uh, after they played, and I saw Ryan come off, and I was just like, I saw him, and I saw Garrett Lee, and I mean, I already met Rat, you know, I mean, but I mean, when I saw, when I saw those two, I mean, I was like, I was like, holy fuck, dude, I was like, you know, I was, I was, I was starstruck, you know, I, I didn't know, I had to really get really drunk. <laughs> To um to have the balls to go up to uh, Ryan after that and talk and um and I mean he was really really fucking nice you know I mean like you just meet me you know and like you're he's just, he was just really nice you know and I remember he invited me I said I said I said you know I was leaving the next day and I uh he invited me to go on hit the mics and. He gave me his number and everything, and I mean, I was a little cautious of going on the show because, I mean, I'm I'm real shy around people I don't know, and and I mean, also too, I was I was starstruck, you know. This is, to me, it's Ryan D, you know, Ryan D from Hit the Mics, Ryan D from Humcast, you know, asking me to be on the show. I'm like, you know, dude, am I gonna be actually any fucking good, you know? And and he invited me on the show, and you know, very hospitable. Where we went to go get some lunch around the corner, you know, he's still walking me through the aisle, through the alleyways going, oh, man, this is where, you know, like kind of like the alleyways from blood in, blood out. He's like, yeah, man, you know, <laughs> we both started laughing. And we had lunch and we had, we had a great time. You know, I mean, I, I, just, yeah, I had a great time on the show, you know, and I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm really, really happy that I got to do that with him, you know, and, um, and another time I, um, I was so wasted in my house. I I drunk called Ryan, and I was I was obliterated. And I drunk called him, and I don't know if I talked to him or not. But I know the next day I looked and I had a message on my phone, and it was like, "Hey, dude, you know I I I, I you know I saw I, I missed your call. I was out eating. You know I, I hope you're all right. You know you sounded like you're having a good time. You know he wasn't even mad at me for drunk calling him, bro. He was just like, you know, I'm sorry I missed your call. You know I mean it sounded like a good time." You know, and I was like, wow, man, all right, man. I know a lot of people who would be mad, you know. And the, uh, the third memory I have is uh, this one really hits me hard. I mean, I mean, I have uh, bad anxiety. I have, uh, you know, like depression and stuff like that. And we were going to do a Valentine's Day Massacre show, you know, like uh, for FamCast Media. Um, and I got really my anxiety level hit really hard and I 
you know, I, I kind of said I didn't want to do the show. So they wind up doing it. It was like a, it was a rat talk show. Then it was only Ryan and uh, Rat. You know, everybody else was like, you know, not doing it. And uh, and I didn't want to do it either because I was, you know, I had really bad anxiety. And then when I went on the show and I, you know, I, I was, ex- you know, just expressing, you know, what was wrong with me and stuff, you know. And, then, and you know, him and Rat both understood, man. They were like, you know, we've been there, you know. And then Ryan was like, if you ever need any, any, you know, to talk to anybody, just call me. And I was, I was like, dude, I mean, wow. I mean, to me, I'm like, I mean, you only met me twice. You know, I mean, I mean, I know we talked on the, on the, on the, you know, the podcast and stuff, but I mean, you only met me twice physically. And I don't really get that kind of, you know, I kind of love that much, you know, like from strangers, you know, like, you know, not strangers, but, you know, like, you know, like, like you know, somebody, you know, you didn't grow up with, you know. And I mean, I really, I, I, I'm, I'm going to really miss him. You know, I mean, I love him. You know, the guy's like my brother. And I, I love them all. You know, I love all them guys out there. And I really, I really hope, you know, he's, he's happy. You know, he's with his, you know, Lemmy and, you know, his family and everything. And I want to say, you know, I'm going to miss him. I love, I mean, I love you, Ryan, like a brother. So, man, thank you guys for letting me, you know, speak. Thank you. Oh, so we got comments here. Let's talk about the cheating Astros. Fuck let's, the Astros. Let's talk about them. Joe Kelly did not deserve a fucking suspension. None of that. Fuck them. Fuck those Astros. They, they, the Astros have been a thorn in our side they, since they stole that goddamn. Yeah, I yelled in the mother. No, yo, because it's bullshit. The because fact they that sent it, fuck the Astros and they dicks. Fuck Houston. I'm glad it flooded. Flooded. Flood again. <laughs> flood again. We got friends there. Fuck all yeah, y'all. Fuck them. Get out, be safe. You can yo, swim. Houston, we you got a to, motherfucking problem. Brandon, you know how to swim, but fuck Houston. <laughs> like, flooded. <laughs> glur, glur, bitch. <laughs> All right, well, this has been one of the hardest things to do, to be honest. Anytime someone in your life passes that's close, finding the right words, it's always been really hard for me. Because there's, you know, so much emotion, so many, you know, good times, and it's hard to really capture all of that into, you know, words and into, you know, a specific amount of time uh, where, you know, Especially if you spent like years, you know, knowing them and uh, and experiencing life with them. Me and Ryan had a lot of ups and downs together. So that's always the first thing that I think of is both of us just getting back on our feet, fighting, uh, trying to survive, and grinders. And of course, our love of comedy. We both love comedy as much as, you know, as much as I love it, I know how much he loved it. You know, one of the, um, the week of his passing, we hung out that, that Sunday and, uh, and we were talking about, you know, when we get back to headlining again and that meant a lot cause it just kind of felt like, cool, we're back. You know, things are opening up again. Pandemic's finally almost fucking over. feels like, and, uh, I couldn't wait to get back on the road with him and perform with him and, uh, get back to those fun times again. 
and now we can't. And that's the hard, that's the hardest part is uh, being unable to do so. And, you know, I lost a friend. I lost a close friend. I lost a companion, somebody that, you know, I could always hit up and he's there. And, you know, always down to hang out. He was like me, um, you know, I was I'm older than him, about eight by eight years, but he was always an equal to me. You know, I, I never looked at him, you know, as, <laughs> you're younger than me, you're a kid. No, he just, you know, our love for comedy and music, especially metal, uh, we always bonded. And losing someone like that, it just, it's the worst. Unfortunately, I've lost a lot of people over the years. Um, so I'm used to this. It doesn't get easier. It does not. You just, it's something you just have to live with. You learn to live with. And, you know, I'm tired of it. <laughs> but I know it's part of life and I accepted it. I still haven't accepted that Ryan's gone. I'm still having a hard time accepting that he's, you know, if I text him, he's not going to get back to me. I said I'm a meme, you know, he's not going to laugh at it and send one back. That's what I'm fighting. That's what I'm dealing with. And it's just so hard. Because Ryan was that guy that, you know, had nothing but love and uh, and just in friendship, you know. Uh, you know, we were there for each other during breakups, you know, during struggles. And um, I miss him. I really do miss him a lot. And um, definitely not going to be the same without him. And... Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's one of those things where you just, I, I, like I said, I get lost trying to find the right words with uh, Ryan. Because this was like the most, it just felt like the rug was pulled under me. Because, you know, we just started hanging out again after a year of, you know, no one really seeing each other. And, you know, he told me, he goes, hey, no one wants to come out and hang. I'm like, dude, I'm down to hang. <laughs> like, I need to hang out. He was like me. So I'm going to miss him. And, um, as I mentioned, you know, he, one of the last things we talked about was doing a show together, um, you know, putting our own show together, which I definitely want to do still in his name, in his honor. Um, Cause I know that's what he wanted and that's what, you know, he wanted for both of us. And, um, and yeah, so I definitely gonna refocus on comedy for him. And, you know, it just sucks that he's not a part of this anymore. Cause um, you know, it's just the comedy world has lost a huge loss. And uh, he was that important, you know, to comedy because he loved comedy. So with that being said, be with be one with the comedy gods, Ryan. Um, until I see you again in that big road gig in the sky as we cross paths or we see each other in Metal Metal Land, uh, you know, where uh, we hear our favorite bands all the time, like that Gore song. I'll see you again. And, uh, you know, next time I do uh, some hallucinogens, please visit me. <laughs> if I spirit walk, cross paths with me so we could hang out and laugh one more time. Love you, brother. Rex is rolling in his grave right now. And then I, I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. I was like, I know who that is, but yeah. uh, everyone else in this room may not know who that is. <laughs> wow, wait, was Oedipus Rex like a walking, talking human that 
boned his mom or i guess i don't know who that yeah, boned his mom yeah. no 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 wait no wasn't it a fucking it was like a uh like, like a, a like a story or... yeah it was like a story well there's got to be a real guy's base you know there there is a george costanza you know larry david that's, out there so there definitely is a guy that boned his mom and killed his dad <laughs> out there like i mean you know i mean i mean uh luke skywalker banged his sister and killed his dad so wait did they i thought they just made out <laughs> I don't know. Do they get to bang it? Is there? Is there? Uh, uh, is that an extended ga- galaxy? That's in the extended books. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, I wouldn't put it past them, fucking nerds, dude. There's a fucking uh, there's, that I love. There's some sort of. There's probably some sort of fan fiction, like a romance novel between Luke and Leia. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then their their son Narf. <laughs> Narf Skywalker. Narf Skywalker. They, yeah, his like lightsaber has like a helmet on it, or I don't know. It's like it does, it's got like a it's got like a training wheel. I don't know. Fucking. <laughs> I'm a part of the Jedi. <laughs> We're coming in hot, dude. Uh, <laughs> they feed him like fish heads when he's good. Like, all right, Narf, you've proven your Jedi abilities. Get back in the fucking cave. It's like a, it's like a rat tail. <laughs> Narf is here. The most, the most annoying kid in the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's Narf again. It's a stupid training, training lightsaber. Doesn't even know it's not even a real saber. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> if they did in red sun, yo, funny that would be. <laughs> he definitely would storm the fucking Jedi capital. That's for sure. Oh man, that's that's a whole. <laughs> call us Disney. That's a whole fucking new. That's a new. That's a new series. <laughs> Narf Skywalker. He lives in a cave. Yeah, he lives in a cave. <laughs> Kind of like, all right, you've been good, Narf. Here's your fish heads, Narf Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my god! Oh, fuck. He uses his his Jedi forces just to like take (sighs) dumps. Oh, shit. Ryan Demarest was a truly lovable son of a bitch. And, and I say that with all sincerity. There was just something about that guy that he just was so fucking lovable. I mean, he was hilarious. He had a great laugh. He was just fun to talk shit with. He was just fun in general. And I mean, when, uh, when I found out he had died, I was, you know, crying off and on. But then I would think about some ridiculous shit he did or said, and I would just start laughing while crying. So fucking crazy. And I, I think he'd be all right with that being his legacy. But I I'm, I feel pretty fortunate that all my memories with Ryan were just fun and just hilarious. And that's just the kind of guy he was, you know? There were no bad memories. And um, I think I'll remember him most fondly just being on stage drunk and just looking back at him at the drums, just sweaty, drunk, barely keeping up. But like we would make eye contact and I would do something ridiculous just to try to get him laughing. 
And even though, you know, I couldn't hear him laughing, his laugh, like, you could hear it. Even though everything was loud. And uh, he will truly be missed. Uh, there will be a Ryan-shaped hole in the world that I don't think anything else will fill. But I don't think anything should fill that hole. I think that is his space. This is what he left upon us. <clears throat> Guys, this is exciting. Um, we've got a very special guest right now. Um, hey, what's up, fool? How you doing, Jaime? What's up, fool? This is exciting. Jaime has contributed to the show numerous times. He's left some really amazing theme park memories for hey, us. Hey, that's right, fool. I bet you, you probably owe me some money and shit right now. Uh, I don't. When we get some money, maybe. Uh, but uh, hey, what the fuck? They don't pay you for this shit. You know, uh, I, I think nine bucks a month is what I'm making off the podcast right now. Hey, bro. So. Hey, bro. That's better than unemployment right now. That's true. That's true. You've got that. You've got that correct, sir. But you know, I, I'm. This is a pleasure, man, to, to have you uh, in person to to share some other memories. But it's tis the season, Mister Jaime. It's Christmas time. That's right, fool. But I wanted to ask you something, because you've shared some very uh, colorful memories from theme parks. Do you have any fun Dang, memories? Well, what can Christmas? I say, fool? I live an interesting life and shit, you know? <laughs> yes, you do, Jaime. Uh, so it is It is Christmas time. Uh, what? Do you have any special Christmas memories you'd like to share? Oh, man. Where do I begin? You know, we always... Uh... You know, my my abuelita always always has us over on Christmas Day. You know, uh, actually, well, Christmas Eve we always get to pedo fucking. Wow. So sometimes, like, sometimes fucking Santa doesn't even show up and shit because, uh, you know, we, you know my my mom is Santa. You know, so <laughs> yeah. Sometimes she used to get too fucked up and we'd wake up next morning and Santa would never show up because. Cause my my mom never woke up and shit, but um, that's unfortunate. Yeah, but uh, fucking, but good thing you know, fucking my abuelita always had fucking uh, fucking uh, uh, menudo right there ready for us every morning and shit. But um, Man, that's beautiful. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so uh, one one big memory for me, dog, is like when um, <clears throat> you remember when uh, comes to these day the uh the we the we you. We yeah, we you the we you came out yeah, yeah not yeah. the we, but the but we, we you. you yeah we part two we you yeah 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 so I went to uh, the Puente Hills Mall there, uh hey bro you know they filmed fucking Back to the Future there and shit yeah, that's what I've heard I that's heard. fucking crazy bro they fucking smoked that fool right in that parking lot and shit <laughs> yeah. There was a, I think they filmed actual terrorists in the parking lot there. Oh, for for real? I think so, man. Damn fool, we gotta look that up. Yeah. We'll hey, hey, but check this out. So, like, if I were there, I would have fucking, I would have saved Doc Brown and shit, bro. I would have smoked them <laughs> fools. But uh, so I walk in. I just think I don't know about this. Uh, you ever heard of this Black Friday? Yeah, yeah. That's a it's a um, Tyler Perry movie, right? No, um, it's a uh, <laughs> it is the uh, it's a celebration. Of of capitalism and they have sales right on right, Friday right. after Thanksgiving right right so I I just show up and I don't even I don't even know that like that's the fucking thing and shit it's basically like everything's like half off and shit like when my fucking when my my primo gets that shit off the truck you know 
Well, I don't know if that's a if that's a deal or a steal, my friend. But uh, it's a little bit of both, dog. <laughs> yeah. So you have any? So you you have been to Black Friday before? Well, yeah. I mean, I've been to Black Fridays. I've been to TGI Fridays. Uh-huh. I've been to all kinds of Fridays. You know what I'm Forever, saying? Ever, my friend. Uh, but anyway, I fucking went to Put the Hills Mall. I fucking walked. There. I just thought I was gonna walk in there and get the Wii U, dog. Like I was just yeah. gonna fucking walk in, and then I walk in and I see, I look like a bunch of homeless. They were all just in the in the the aisles and shit, and I thought really? I thought maybe they were you know they were getting out of the rain or maybe they were afraid of those terrorists that got Doc Brown and shit. But I didn't even really know that that was a line, so I just walk in, and go, hey, what the fuck is up with the Wii U, motherfucker? And then they, everyone starts to look at me like I'm an asshole, right? Like I'm the asshole. Like so I just came people in. People didn't like appreciate you. Well, they, I thought they were homeless. I thought they didn't. They weren't even. I thought they couldn't even afford it. Oh, so you weren't aware that that was a line waiting for the Wii U. No, so apparently they were in line waiting for the Wii U, and they're all just ready to toss all their money around for their spoiled-ass, bitch-ass kids, right? I'm like, look, I pay child support. So if I could get my fucking, my baby mama off my ass by getting this fucking great-ass gift, then fuck yeah, dog. That's what I wanted to do this year, okay? I wanted to do something nice for my fucking three kids, okay? How, how far did you cut line? Was there a lot of people in front of you? I don't even know. I just walked right up to the checkout stand. <laughs> What did they tell you? Did you get the, Did you end up getting Well, next thing I know, fucking security card. I was like, hey, yo, dog, don't touch me. You don't know me like that, right? You know, I was like, fucking next thing I know, I got all my fucking homies showing up at the parking lot and shit. And we just all, we went in there and we beat the shit out of the fucking security guard. And then I just fucking took three of them, bro. And then we just threw them into the truck. And now all three of my kids have one. Wow, man. See, like, that's a great, that's a sign of a great father. You know, when you can, you can break the law and commit violence just for the happiness of your children well yeah i mean it's shit bro you know fuck i I do anything for my kids but like you know i just wish their fucking mom wasn't such a bitch you know yeah that's too bad man it's uh (laughs) women can be it can be uh because check this out once she found out i stole those she still asked me for money oh boy wow what i mean you went to all that i mean i fucking risked jail time for that bitch you know yeah that's that's too much man i mean I don't know. I, did you uh, did you get Father of the Year? Because I think you deserve that. Yeah, <laughs> Father of the Year. That's some shit white people get, bro. <laughs> Fucking gringos get that shit, yeah. dog. Was Padre of the Year? I don't yeah. know. But, um, <laughs> dude, so so, would you have any plans for this Christmas? Uh, well, this Christmas, um, since I see that it's such a scam, you know, and they have these big ass lines and shit, like um, it worked out this one time. So we've been thinking about uh, checking out Best Buy this year. Yeah. I need that fucking PS4, dog. And um, you know, we got the fucking you know Mexicans got big families and shit. So I'm ready to fuck up anybody to get a few fucking PS4s, dog. Hell yeah, man! Well, you guys heard it here first. Uh, Jaime's. Of Christmas man, he's got the Christmas spirit. He'll do anything for his family. Gotta get I that think, fucking Spider Man dog. Yeah, dude, I I think that's really admirable, and uh, it's a it's been a pleasure to have you, Jaime. Ah, always, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, sir. Do all right. Yeah, what's up, man? How much, bro? Just uh, you know, day by day, really, bro. That's what I was gonna tell you just now, too. It's, it's day yeah. by day, but um, I'm okay. You know, I think I'm not. I feel okay. I get into my moods, you know. I was crying, making bacon, you know, yeah, this morning, you know. <laughs> so it comes and goes for me, dude. Um, but you know, I have so many fucking happy memories with them, dude. It's hard to be sad, you know. Yeah, dude, you got like, uh, you know, from from what I've all the times I've been with Ryan, you know, I I I was going through a bunch of stuff 
we were going through a bunch of stuff. Like everyone in that band that was jamming. Oh yeah, all, yeah. What was that? Yeah. Dick Neptune or something? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, <laughs> Such a goofy name. I was like, I, whatever, I dude. Because it was so funny for me. I was like, all right, you're gonna jam with these guys. That's cool. Because we just broke up. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I but know, anyways, dude. continue. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, he like, yeah, he. Uh, I know he he saved the day, dude. Uh, really, because I mean, it was the first time that I was like. Um, I mean, I was, he, he was, uh, an amazing musician and like, so I, I feel like you guys just have music like in your blood, you know, like, cause you're, you're, didn't you, he told us about, yeah, I gotta, you know, was, oh, do you have <laughs> some, some music all over the place, dude. Just, yeah. Like, it's all over the place. You're right. You're absolutely yeah. Right. And didn't your, uh, was it your, your uncle or your, your grandfather who in your family did a song in pretty in pink, right? Um, you know what? I'm not too sure about that one. Yeah. But I can guarantee you that um, the song Angel Baby, the oldie. Yeah. Angel Baby, my angel. Okay, you know that song? Yeah. That was um, my grandma Frances. Mila, get back. Come on. Not right now. <laughs> uh, that was my um, my grandmother, my nana, Frances. Uh -huh. um, it was her cousin, first cousin, I believe. Oh, dang. Um, so yeah, there was like show, and then there was already like that showbiz kind of thing back in those days. I didn't know that until I got a little older. Um, but then our uncle Paul, my nana's uh, brother, he played music. He played guitar. He played a lot of music for my mom growing up. He would write songs. He would do all that shit. Um, and then from there, you know, I don't know what relative you're exactly talking about with this pretty and pink thing i don't know i might be out the loop on that one yeah but i don't um, know it might have been the angel baby song that was that in a movie do you know i don't know dude that that sounds about right i mean that's like yeah the, that's like the furthest back that i know that like tunes are like incorporated in the family yeah um and then it just goes like the, the two stories i just told you and then um it was our generation it was like my uncle paul had my cousin sean who still plays music to this day um, Uncle Paul had a sister named Linda who had a son, Daniel, who plays bass incredibly fucking, like, unreal. He's, like, wow. one of those fuckers that just killed it. And yeah. Sean plays... It's funny, because Sean plays bass, and he plays, like, emo punk, kind of pop punk. Daniel was more pl classical rock, classical heavy metal. Myself, of course, was punk rock, heavy metal, on bass, all on bass. Matthew yeah. picked up guitar, and it, I mean, literally, it spawned out to like all the boys. Christian yeah. sings and plays guitar. I mean, you know all these people. So yeah, the fucking music was definitely in in our blood, and um, it was just it sucked because we never really had like a good place to play, like without getting bothered <laughs> with cops, and fines and shit. And, yeah. Oh, dude. Or, you know, just bad timing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was always a blast. I mean, we never stopped. No way. No, we never yeah. stopped. Yeah. I know, man. And, and your brother had that about him where uh, he, what I, what I was talking to, you know, our, our buddy Evan about is like, he, he kind of just did, he did his thing. There's so many people that like, they, it take that would take a long time for them to like run a show like he did, you know, like jam with people i mean just the, the the act of actually going out and doing it you know people are like yeah i'm a guitar player in my head you know what i mean like so <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it's yeah, like it's you. the act well, of when, he was like yeah it was the same kind of thing when he's like i'm gonna do comedy like, yeah who the fuck said you were funny 
I never, he, ne- I mean, he was funny. Yeah. But I didn't know he had like material and like a, a whole plan behind it. It was just so out of the blue. It was really out of the blue kind of, and it sideblinded our guitar player in the band. I mean, that's kind of, his, his comedy career was, it got in the way of the music. And at the time there was conflict. We wanted to yeah. make it, you know, he wanted to make it our guitar player. We all did, you know, we're on a, we're on a roll. Yeah. But it didn't happen. Like I said, in the thing that I wrote for the GoFundMe, it was like, he's like, dude, it's like still being in a band, but I don't have to bring my drums. It's so easy. <laughs> I just show up, get some beer, tell some jokes and go home. I'm like, that's right. Like, it's so simple. Yeah. That, that satisfaction was so simple. Yeah, man. He, 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 uh, you know, he, he, one of my favorite, uh, jokes ever. Like, I mean, I, I, I one time, uh, was trying to figure out a bit and it's about my uncle who's, you know, a, a meth head. Uh, <laughs> all right. Those are the best my stories. But yeah, but my, my uncle, uh, you know, was, was telling me that Kid Rock had died in a meth like explosion and on 4th of July. <laughs> and I was like, you know, obviously, that was news to me. You know what I mean? Like I hadn't heard about fucking Kid Rock dying in a meth lab explosion. It's just this weird. Not yet. Yeah, meth. <laughs> meth kind of have their own news, you know. And he was telling me about this, and I was trying to write it out. And and Ryan kind of helped me with some like tags for the joke. And it was, uh, you know, if that happened, it would have been like a a twenty one bong rip salute or whatever. And like, <laughs> like <laughs> um, twenty one bong rip salute. That'd be cool yeah. though. For I mean, Chong has to go out like that. At least somebody. It's got to be anybody. It's got to be him, right? Yeah. <laughs> and who would have thought, you know? One of, yes. That's the trippy thing. When you hear something in your life and then, you know, 20 years later, you're what the fuck, dude? Brian said that. I know. <laughs> it's so funny, man. But, like, life. yeah, dude. I, what's, like, a, like a childhood memory that you kind of think about that, that like, you know, ma- makes you laugh, makes, you know, makes you happy when, when you think about Ryan? Oh, man. There's so many of them. Like, there's yeah. a ton of them. You know, that's a that's such a... It's a va- yeah, definitely, definitely the one that would make me laugh was the one that my mom tells pretty often about him going to school and, like, getting this notice or something, right? Didn't he have... He was getting in trouble. He wasn't doing his homework. He was just really... Not engaging, like just not <laughs> engaging with school. I don't know what grade it was, and it's hilarious because it really reflects his character as he grew up. So, anyways, you know, she gets this notice from school, and she's like, "What the fuck?" And some something along the line, they had these talks, and Ryan's just like, "Eh, I just feel like I don't belong there." <laughs> like, he's just like, "I just don't care. I don't belong there." Yeah, school's not for me. I mean, it's just straight up, and he was super young, but like, it yeah, it was like an elementary school, dude, like third or third or second grade, something like that. And he was just, he went through school fine though. He was a good student. I remember that. But that story always makes me laugh because I'm older at this age, and I'm the bad kid, and like I always thought Ryan was this sweet little kid in school. I never really paid attention to what he did. Yeah, you know, because I was too busy getting in trouble myself. So. <laughs> When I hear these stories in life later, it's funny. It's hilarious. It's like, 
some dumb shit I would have said, you know, it's just, <laughs> you find those little things in your brother. So that always brings a, a, a grin and a chuckle. Yeah. yeah, definitely for sure, dude. And then, you know, just all the funny things he did growing up, just, just his skits. Like I said, when I wrote it, it was just, that was everything that like brings those grins. Just looking yeah. back and being like, how did this fucker do it? I never knew. I never knew how he got into this whole multimedia uh, streamline of, of everything. And the early stages, you know, we didn't have we didn't have shit back then. We had this old crappy Mac. <laughs> <laughs> and he was editing videos and skate vids and doing it so good. And it was just, that brings the biggest grin to my face. It's like, he never stopped doing what he actually fucking did as a kid. Dude, it just dude. evolved. It just evolved with the times. It's yeah. so cool. So cool. That's, that's badass, man. Yeah, because, dude, I, I, you know, yeah, he, he told me he'd been podcasting for like, like, like how long did him and like. They Steve started Lee... Humpcast. Um, yeah. That was the first leap with his yeah. buds, Ricky and Garrett. And um, they had fun. You yeah. know, they had one of the DJs from K Rock do a, a little promo video at Santa Anita Racetrack and so they had goofy little topics. Um some some local people from around the city would go around with Delta Rose and I think he had some roller derby chicks and um I mean just just whoever at the time. And then they talked about goofy nerdy stuff, which was always a part of them, all three of them. Yeah. So that that worked out. That was the beginning of it. And then um, I don't know. They went their separate ways, and fucking Ryan was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna fucking do it myself." <laughs> yeah. He started buying all this gear, and I was tripping. Out. I was like, "How the fuck are you paying for all this?" Because <laughs> he was always telling me that he was struggling for a job at the time too. It was just, it was just weird. Like he would really put all of his chips into that bag of what he was gonna do, and it worked yeah. out for him. It worked out for him. Yeah, I mean, fuck, dude, I'd be terrified. Like, oh yeah, I don't got you know, <laughs> bill with money, but I'm gonna just buy this microphone, <laughs> <laughs> dude. And that I, was him. That was fucking him. Yeah, and that's you know, I, I feel like uh, I, I have a similar thing where like, you know, I, I I it's like such a gamble and it's such like a a risk to do that, but like you kind of know when you know what you want to do, like, like you feel it. Yeah, you feel, you feel like. There's yeah. a lot of shit that I should have been doing, you know, like essential stuff that like I should be doing, but my, um, you know, I'm compelled to do comedy. I'm compelled to, you know, sing songs right. about dinosaurs or whatever. Like, <laughs> like, but like, hey, Ryan, man. Ryan had, you know, that, I mean, just from what you're telling me, like about him being in school and being like, Hey, this shit is for me. Like that's, that's kind of cool that he knew, no, no, he knew himself like that yeah. in a way, you know, like, <laughs> He really did. He really did. He always had this focus, man. Definitely, for sure. And like I, you know, you know, always, that's everything. And that's what's great, man. He didn't give a shit about what anyone thought. Like, that's you know, when you do comedy and stuff, you find all these fake, just like damaged people. And you know, everyone's got their 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 thing, their 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 squabbles. But with him, like, it was just always about like having a good time and. Um, yeah. And, and like laughing, you know, like a lot of comedians, they don't laugh much. They laugh at like, you know, they like to see people get like strangled to death. I mean, I guess that can be funny if it's no, no I'm just kidding. No, 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 but like, I mean, <laughs> hey, I laughed. I mean, yeah, I mean, 
I always, I always try to crack your brother up because we do this podcast on theme parks, but I'd say the most wildly inappropriate stuff. Oh, like, man, I miss the goddamn theme parks. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh, yeah, man. You, it's, they're, they're finally was, opening. Yeah, I know. We're playing Fuck. Disney stuff. and God, that's the thing that gets you, too, man. Those missed times you're going to get with them. Fuck, you know? Yeah. Such but, a fuck. But, yeah, dude. Anyways, off topic a bit. <laughs> no, 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 man. It, it's... It, it's definitely one of those, you know. I'll I'll, I'll definitely take, uh, you know, everything that that uh, I got from like my time with Ryan forever, man. Because it, it, it's uh, he 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 was such a, a good guy, but like so determined, but so like, um, just real, you know. Like a lot of people are just yeah. I I don't get the same um, like actual friendship. You know what I mean? Like he felt like someone I grew up with. Even even though I met him way later, <laughs> I felt like you know what I mean. I felt like I knew you guys. You guys, were, your family is really welcoming and like real, real cool people, man. And, uh, you know, I, thank I, you. Should, yeah, man. We get, we definitely, I'm excited to like celebrate your brother's life and, you know, and, and, and always wave the flag of the, the times we got to, to do stuff. And, you know, yeah, man. But, uh, yeah, is, is, uh, is there anything else, you know, I'd like to share about, about your brother? Oh, man. There's so much things to share about him. It's just yeah. like, um, I just hope to do right by him at this point now, you know, yeah. like I really just want to give him that proper send off. Like there's a lot of, a lot of like speculation and thoughts of like, you know, how do we send Ryan off? Cause yeah. you can't answer like, it's so many. Yeah. And, but I feel that like, I, I, I think I know how Ryan would in my gut, like how you're saying, it's like you have that feeling in your gut. Whatever we do, it's going to be proper and he's going to love it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because we still don't know what the, you know, it's hard to say goodbye to such a great person. But the other one, you know, the one more thing I do have to say is like, like, goddamn, like his, his, his footprint is like huge. Like, I never in a million years thought that he would have a footprint as big as this, you know? Um, yeah. And I'm proud of him. I'm proud of every fucking thing that he did. And I was by his side in a lot of it. You yeah. Know, the band, the skateboarding, his goofy little recordings here and there. Um, <laughs> just, just my little brother, you know? Yeah. And looking back, it was like, he, you know, he, that that goofy thing, like, ah, uh, you know, he's my best friend too, and it's like, yeah, he was. <laughs> he was a goofball, man. It was cool skating with him. Like skating with your little brother is something that I think, um, future generations, siblings, is something that I highly encourage, and it's never something that I'll never forget. And I thank Ryan for um, following in my footsteps in that and and doing tricks I can never fucking do, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, and, uh, did did you ever uh, get injured like Ryan uh, skating? Like, well, I recently <laughs> broke my foot, which was cool. I I oh, never really, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I never really <laughs> broke a bone in the twenties. I don't know. I been I started when I was like fourteen, so I've been skating yeah. for a while. I know what I'm doing, <laughs> but yeah. it's always that chance, you know what I mean? Uh, but no, Ryan. He would scare me sometimes, especially when he got a little bigger. I was like, ah, don't fall. <laughs> he would he would worry me. But when he was younger, yeah, I never really took too many injuries like he did. Uh, he broke a couple bones before me, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah. nah, dude, it was 
<laughs> it was always a gnarly time skating with him. Like that's skateboarding's precious to me. Time with my little brother skateboarding is time. Yeah, you know, I mean, where, where'd that, you guys skate a lot? Like, fuck, dude, everywhere, everywhere, yeah. everywhere dude. Like, yeah, in the younger days, yeah, it was like you skate out in the, in your street or you'd go to a spot. But like most recently, you know, being a little bit older and like with the um with the access to the internet and catching these little like spots one of our one of my most recent coolest memories was when he hit me up about this skate park at a at an elementary school in or a middle school in hollywood and oh, <laughs> yeah dude, it was like <laughs> literally you had to hop some gates it was a mission yeah and he took me there this was his plan and <laughs> he fucking took me there but it's like we're going skateboarding okay so this is how me and ryan go skate we wake up, eat some shitty breakfast, go to a spot, grab a six pack, twelve pack of beer, maybe maybe a bottle of water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we'd go skate. So we get to this spot, and uh, it's in Hollywood, North Hollywood, right off of Sunset, not too far. And and I'm like, dude, this is gonna be gnarly. He has to hop a fence, you know. And this was recent, dude. You know, Ryan was a big boy. Yeah. And he wasn't limber like how he used to be, dude. And so I go over, whoop, 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 no problem. I feel like Spider-Man. I'm probably in the best shape I've been in a couple in a while. He's hungover. He's tired. <laughs> I go, come on, dude. Let, you know, I'll help you. I'll give you a boost. I get him over. We get there. We skate, dude. He fucking does it. Like, oh, he didn't just drag me over there for nothing. It wasn't just one fence. It was like we had to, you know, squeeze through a hole. It was a mission. It was a fucking yeah. mission. But it was like it was like finding that skateboard oasis, and skateboarders are always looking for that. So he definitely got that. Like, like from I, I would like to think that he got that from me and the generation of skateboarding that like he grew up with, and yeah. that's that's cool. I'll always remember that. But I'm gonna miss him, dude. Like skateboarding yeah. with him was, he was literally like every skateboarder has to have a partner, and yeah. that was. That was my guy, you know, my buddy Greg. He's my boy, but like he's just, his his legs just can't do it. And he recently blew his fucking hand off, so I'm just like, oh, oh my shit. god, oh damn. No, yeah. that's a whole other story, bro. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but I mean, that's what's going on in my life, you know. I got yeah. friends blowing off limbs, and you know, <laughs> yeah, so um, kids being born and just yeah. whatnot. So craziness, man. But I'm doing okay. If anybody. Yeah. I'm all right, guys. You know, I, I appreciate everybody out there. I want to say thank you to the outreach that you have with him, the outreach that he helped you gain. Everybody that donated to the fucking the GoFundMe is just unbelievable. Dude, the show all of that stuff. Yeah, the show of love is something that I, you know, thank you. Hell yeah, man. We we all uh we're all thinking about your family and you know, we're all we're all so glad that we got to know your brother and we're gonna you know, we'll take that with us forever, man. And, um, yeah, yeah, dude. And there's, there's, uh, there's so much, you know, there's, there's, there's so much that, uh, uh, I wish we could have done, but I feel like, you know, just grateful for the time that I got to have with them. And, um, and thanks for, for, yeah, sharing some memories, man. And we're going to, we're going to celebrate, you know, his life and yeah, dude, he's still, he's still with us, you know? So it's, um, no, I know. Yeah, dude. I can hear him laughing at, <laughs> you know, Mortal Kombat and shit. <laughs> that dude, movie I, was terrible. The new one? <laughs> so bad. 
Dude, I didn't I, even get to talk shit with him about it. I was, I really wanted to. God, yeah, I really we, wanted to. I don't think we touched on it. Yeah, your your brother, um, you know, your brother saw it, and I got to see it with them and and Steve and stuff. And um, dude, yeah, that was. I remember he was he was. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. What'd you think of Goro for four seconds uh, dying in Nebraska? You know, like. <laughs> yeah, just. Easily, you know, by the way, not even a, a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I didn't I didn't dig it at all. I thought the fatalities yeah. were weak. I thought, <laughs> what's the point of bringing in Reptile if you're not gonna display him as the video game? Yeah. Why would you kill Kung Lao that way? <laughs> just all of it just and who the fuck is this guy? Who's yeah. the main character? Where's he coming from? There's just so much to that man, right? Yeah, Scor- Scorpion. So when, uh, I, when I when I see him again, I'm gonna fucking we're gonna talk about Mortal Kombat, damn it! Hell yeah, man! Yeah, well, because dude, just... that was. <laughs> but yeah, bro. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, um, thanks, man. You know, whatever you do for him, you know, thank you for 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 all of it. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know how we are. Keep the... you, know, you know how we are. I appreciate everybody taking him under his wing. Taking them under their wing, for whatever reason, you know, you you were a part of his life. I appreciate you. I thank you. So. Yeah, man. Well, thank you, Julian. And uh, yeah, dude, we'll uh, we'll see you soon, and we'll um, you know, we'll rejoice. Uh, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, hell this, yeah, dude. This is pretty easy. So uh, hit me up. Yeah, dude, right? hell yeah. I gotta get going, dude. You oh know, yeah. Any, anything else you need from me? We got you know. Let's talk, man. But uh, yeah, you know, yeah. For, as far as your show, watch this guy. I'm gonna give you a shout out because that's what Ryan would have done, dude. He would have totally done it. And I'm gonna back this guy's show up. I like what he does. I like what he does. Um, unfortunately, the theme parks are closed. We're gonna yeah. get back to that stuff, dude. I was I was impressed that you were one of these guys that does theme park stuff. I like that. And, uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah, the kids are there. So, anyways, yeah. guys. <laughs> Watch this guy. Enjoy his show. Robert, take care. Kiddos, dude, take care. Thank you, brother. Rock on, dude. Goodbye. Good luck to you. We'll, we'll stay in touch, man. Hell yeah, man. All right, dude. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, man. But yeah, it's it's kind of funny because I was actually raised by my stepdad, who's Hispanic, and my my mom's Hispanic. So when I introduce people to my dad, they're meeting my stepdad because he's the one who raised me. So people get a little confused, and then I have to explain to them, like, sometimes the white ones leave, too. Yeah. And how about this? This is uh, not a joke. It's my real life. Ever since my mom and my stepdad divorced, my stepdad and my biological father, I call him the donor, they live uh, next door to each other. Not a joke. That's my life. I went over to visit my stepdad for dinner, run into you-know-who. And uh, just to give you an idea of what kind of person this guy is, he's uh, wearing cut-off sweatpants, socks with sandals, one of those reflective vests. Uh, He's missing a front tooth, and he's on a BMX bicycle. That's my dad. (laughs) Like, my mom's a breast cancer survivor, and the bravest thing she's ever done is let that guy come inside of her. I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) And he rolls up, and he goes, Hey, bud, how's it going? I'm like, word, we're just going to pretend like we haven't talked in 15 years. I was like, I'll bite. Uh, Good, what's up? He goes, is that your car? 
And I almost didn't want to answer that because I was pretty sure he was going to break into it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. He goes, does it run good? I go, clearly better than your car, buddy, huh? He goes, yeah, I know, pushing 50, rolling around on a BMX bike, real embarrassing, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. And then it's just an awkward, short-lived conversation. I kid you not. He goes, all right, well, I'll see you later. And he pops a wheelie and takes off down the street. <laughs> and I was with my lady at the time, and she just goes, whoa. And I was like, I know. Isn't my dad so cool? Did you see that wheelie? He went like four feet. That was a brand new Huffy. Ha, ha, ha.